7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you. Um, some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me as always on the program, the one and only Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C., Hello, Rain. Hello. Happy Friday. Hello. Hello. I am not in the path of Harvey. And for everybody who is, I pray for your safety. I heard it. And if uh, you don't pray, that's fine. But just wish god it's a mess out there it is it's terrifying and uh but uh but don't worry because uh harvey's right up trump's alley no that was <laughs> that was no. somebody needs to just, to no. check their phrasing from time to time um just, so, i heard that too and just no yeah I, you know and that was uh the uh, the you know um but you, you need to file it under this. So. Hey, you, know, you know what you do? You, you buy yourself a tape recorder. You just record yourself for a whole day. I think you're going to be surprised at some of your phrasing. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Harvey is okay, not that up That was Trump's the Deputy alley. Department of Homeland Security person today. It was. It was. He said, said that, yeah, he said that. He said that. Yeah. So, all right. And, of course, Joe Santorsa has the evening off tonight. So I, did I replace him with one person? No. Did I replace him with two persons? No. I replace him with three people. So, <laughs> so joining us uh, once again out of uh, Florida, Port St. Lucie, former home of James Buchanan. And I don't mean the shitty president. I mean my grandfather on my mom's side of the family. Uh, Michelle, the rogue DM, welcome back. Hello, hello. Glad to be here. <laughs> Glad to have you here as well. And, of course, your hubby, and uh, uh, hopefully in smacking distance, uh, as always, uh, Miles Lagon in uh, South Florida. Welcome, sir. And, and safely out of smacking distance, but she could run across the house too. Yeah, know, just in case of emergency. I, I uh, from what I understand, she's pretty spry. Yeah. So yeah, watch yourself. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and last but definitely not least, for a command performance, he was on one in a very an extended uh, reverse call-in with us last Tuesday uh, from uh, Portland, Oregon, and of course KXL Radio, Mister Jacob Dean. Hey guys, happy Friday from the Rose City. Glad to be with you and uh, rocking and rolling. It is so good to have you back uh, on the Indie Media Weekly radar, my friend. So, and of course, he, doesn't he have the most radio voice ever? Uh, yeah, he does. <laughs> no, 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 Kenny, uh, second to Kenny. Mm, I think we're both we're both in a league of our own, is what it is. You know, honestly, okay, I take it back. Kenny, he is just as radio voicey as you. 
<laughs> so uh, there are lots of people in this world blessed with great voices, and everybody on this program right now has excellent voices. So, um, uh, yes, you are definitely not chopped liver. So, uh, yeah, so, uh, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I got home from work today, and I was like, well, I need to do my show posts. Let me see. Go over to the Twitter. And I saw two things trending. One was Manafort. The other was Flynn. So, everybody. Um, uh, oh, now they're not trending. What's going on? <laughs> so, uh, oh, they're but, trending here in D.C. Okay. Well, I, I, the, unfortunately, the, with all the stuff, the horrible shit with the, the hurricane going on, that's kind of uh, uh, taking things over. But uh, for, So, apparently, subpoenas have been issued for the... Um, what do you call it? The firm that Paul Manafort, the, the public relations firm, is that what it was? Yes. Uh, yep. That Paul Manafort <laughs> was working with have been issued in uh, by um, uh, Mueller. And not only that, but Mueller is also investigating uh, Michael Flynn's uh, 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 involvement in trying to get hacked Clinton emails. So... <laughs> it's on like donkey kong yeah this is as i said in our, our in our production chat TikTok, TikTok. Yeah. Uh, joe came back with the with the manafort story and said TikTok. it's it's getting this the news is tightening was it was it flynn or manafort that said they were willing to testify for immunity flynn okay flynn begged for immunity yes <clears throat> he really he really did Flynn was the one who was like he went he went to he went to the, the the house committee and said just I'll tell you everything if you give me immunity and they're like yeah we don't we no we don't really need you yeah and uh well and, you know uh, I, I would like to apologize for screwing up my uh my uh, uh, uh saying I said it's on like Donkey Kong Kimberly Guilfoyle is going to correct me. It's on. The King Kong is happening. <laughs> yes, it's on. The King Kong is happening. That's how the that's how that phrase actually goes. I learned it on Fox News. Oh my God! Wasn't another version of that was "Suck It Up, Cupcake." Uh, oh. Yeah, "Suck It Up, Cupcake" is uh, man. I've been saying it wrong this whole time. Damn. Yeah, I know. I know. Didn't Kellyanne have a new one today too? Something like "I'm young enough to remember." Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't know, she, but she, to remember what? To remember her Botox? Or to remember enough to remember that just oh, that's a good one as well. You know, you know. I think what she was talking about the Bowling Green Massacre. Oh, well, everybody, aren't we all? everybody remembers. Um, but yes, Rain, you are correct. Suck it up, cupcake. Yep. <laughs> wow. Ah, sorry. I'm hurting people's feelings uh, right now with, uh, with the with the pale and the gilfoil. I need to hug my inner nerd. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So that is, uh, you know, coming down the impeachment pipeline, folks. Well, mm. let's well, hope let's know, hope the, this all leads to impeachment. Well, what's interesting about the Mueller the the Mueller and the uh, Manafort story is, and I'm reading the. From the article that, um, I'm sorry, I just ate dinner and I had cheese, so I'm a little phlegmy. No, it's this all right. Dairy products stuff. do mysterious things <clears throat> to me as well. We will live vicariously through your awesomeness. Please proceed. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But from this NBC this NBC article, it says this is the first public indication that Mueller's investigation is beginning to compel witness testimony testimony before the grand jury. That's mm-hmm. a big deal. <laughs> oh yes, that's a, that's a really really big deal because the next the next part of this paragraph it says um, it's a significant milestone in an inquiry that it's examining the conduct of President Forty Five and his son-in-law and senior advisor, Jared Hmm. Kushner, among others. Yeah. So this, this is, I I think that we're going to have an interesting weekend. Oh, to say the least. (laughs) Because any, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, uh, but uh, so if this is leading to the precipice of impeachment, uh, where do we go for opinions and what, what news outlet do we want to get that opinion? I would say, I don't know, TMZ and they have them do an interview with Roger Stone, right? Oh, that sounds about right. No. That's, uh... Oh, God. <laughs> I, My... I, was, I was just going to say, I was just going to put out there Fox because I'd love the entertainment of hearing yeah. them cry and whine and. Uh, uh, guffaw <laughs> what other adjectives for that but <laughs> well how about threats of death instead would that be better okay. yeah well, so, so I, I assume they, uh, so yes jacob I, dean i'm sure one of your one of your uh uh, uh news outlet uh, outlets that you look up to is probably tmz right Oh, I had it on earlier. We're talking about, uh, of course, a big fight coming up tomorrow. But yeah, I mean, uh, I hate to say it. I, I really, really hate to say it, but TMZ is one of those places you go for breaking news, exclusive stuff. Um, and they're they're first. I mean, they got a lot of uh, independent uh, freelance people on the that ground is, working for them. I will give you. I will give you that. Uh, I just guess I, uh, you know, with all the Kardashian bullshit that they have over there, it drives me a little crazy. So. Oh no! Oh oh yeah! Yeah. So <laughs> no, don't, no, don't Jacob, watch it. Jacob's correct about TMZ with a lot of stuff. Well, they caught up I with mean, the Mooch. They got the first interview with the Mooch the other uh, couple weeks ago. Yeah, so that was good. I, I should clarify. I'll clarify by saying if I if it's ever on the TV screen in front of me, you, they have the little uh, sidebar that tells you everything that's coming up, and you can skim that. And nine out of ten times, it doesn't catch my interest, and I turn the TV off. Yeah. <laughs> but well, this one caught my eye the other day because a TMZ reporter caught up with Roger Stone uh, in an airport. They they get a lot of folks in the airport. Um, and uh, it, it, they were um, asking about uh, the possibility of the impeachment of Donald John Trump. People are even calling for like impeachment already and that sort of stuff. Do you think there's any any chance that he might be impeached? The people who are calling for impeachment are the people who didn't vote for him. They need to get over it. They lost. Their candidate had every advantage. She spent $2 billion. He spent $275 billion. Sorry, he whipped her ass. It's over. You lost. Try to impeach him. Just try it. You will have a spasm of violence in this country, an insurrection like you've never seen. You think? No question. You think if you got impeached, like the, the, the country Both would go Both sides down. are heavily armed, my friend. Yes, absolutely. The, uh, this is not 1974. All sides. They, the, the people will not yeah. stand for impeachment. A politician who votes for it would be endangering their own life. There will be violence on both sides. I'll make this clear. I'm not advocating violence, but I'm predicting it. You're you're predicting that if he got impeached, there'd be some sort of civil war type. Yes, that's what I think will happen. 
All right. Yeah, seriously. Oh, my. He is. Who's the uh, schmuck? Roger Stone. Oh. Yeah, you know the Edith Head impersonator. Um, so I don't know who gets that <laughs> reference, but, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not, I'm not that old that I was a big Edith head fan. I just happen to know a song by, um, they might be giants called she thinks she's Edith head. And I was like, who the fuck is Edith head? So I looked it up and I looked her up and I was in, she looks like Roger Stone in the round glasses. So, <laughs> so that's what that is. But yeah, so he, he basically said, you know what? Politicians. You back uh, impeachment, you're going to die. So don't do it. That is a... Uh, he, he kind of walked it back a little by trying to say it's not a threat. He's just making a prediction. Mm. But it is still a way to try and influence it's politicians' activity. Yeah, and intimidate. Intimidation, it's dog whistle. Yeah. It's kind of terrible. It's not racist dog whistle, <laughs> but it's dog whistle to the right supremacists. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's exactly what it. it's a clarion call, really. Not even a dog whistle. He's like, you know what? If they start impeachment uh, proceedings, um, get your guns. You already stocked up on ammo during the Obama administration because you know how he came and took all your guns that he didn't take. <laughs> Fucking assholes. The, the, the kicker on this is if they do try to go up and uh, get, uh, let's just say, violent, the... <sighs> Police forces are the ones that are going to put a stop to it. Yeah. And it's going to be effective because the police are, well, let's just, I'll try to put this delicately. They tend to vote Republican. Um, mm -hmm. uh, they're a little bit of that mindset. I, I don't think I'm out of line by saying that. And they are the ones that are going to have to crack down on these far right wing nutbags that are going to be. Sure. Not violent. to mention the Secret Service, the in the FBI. Yes. I mean, because the FBI is going to catch wind, you know, DHS, FBI, they're going to catch wind of plots to, you know, because these yokels get together and they're like, okay, this yes. is what we're going to do, man. We're going to get a bunch of firecrackers and we're going to put them in some Pepsi bottles and we're going to pitch them on a bridge. Uh, you know, the, <laughs> sorry, it's, it's biggest, usually more deadly than that. So <laughs> the biggest crime you can hit with these guys is conspiracy. Oh, yeah. Because as soon as you prove that they started working together, that's conspiracy, that's a felony, and that carries a heavy penalty. Yes, yes. Can I be a Debbie Downer right now? Sure. Sure. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I wait, like wait, to take, believe... Take, take a bite of food first. No, I'm done eating. I'm, oh, I've, got the, damn it. I've got the after effects of my... <laughs> I'm sorry, please continue. No, no, I... I, I agree. I agree what you say when you... You know, I agree with the idea that they're... There, there is a, there's a, you know, a supposition that most police departments are generally Republican. But if we're going to go with that, if we're going to go with that thought process, then I need to ask what happened with the police department in Charlottesville. Yeah. And, and the, the next thing I want to say is that I don't think that the police department in Charlottesville necessarily sat back because they wanted to sit back. Um, I think they sat back because a bunch of people, the same people that that Roger Stone is talking about, you know, the ones who are looking for, you know, to overthrow the government and to have a civil war, those people walked into Charlottesville armed and dangerous. Yeah. And I, I've been very reticent to talk about it on the show. 
on this show in particular, um, not that I talk on any other show, but <laughs> um, I think that when they walked into Charlottesville with all of those semi-automatic weapons and knives and, and you know, at Virginia, you can, you can carry whatever kind of weapon you want. Mm-hmm. When they walked into that city, the police department was outgunned. Yeah. They were outgunned. And so I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Well, he's impeached. Yeah. Um, I, I want to believe what, what Miles is talking about is true, but I'm mm-hmm. not sure because we have now um, the testing ground, and that's called Charlottesville. Well, Rain, you know, I think it's really unfair that you bring up that all the Nazis had uh, assault rifles when Antifa had a flagpole and a two by four. <sighs> I know. I'm being mean again. <laughs> I, I, I'll just say that I think that when, go, the rubber, when the rubber meets the road, if it comes down to you've got a bunch of right-wing loonies out there using guns and just start gunning down crowds of people that they suspect are full of liberals, I don't see the police uh, sitting on their hands. Uh, yeah. I, I, don't I, I just don't. I don't either. Um, so, uh, uh, Jacob, any any thoughts on uh, the this perceived civil war idea that Roger Stone is talking about? Do you think the better angels would prevail um, uh, if if Trump were to be impeached? What do you see happening? Man, it's scary to think about for sure. And you know, you just kind of sit back and and now you you just come to expect crazy on steroids. You just and that's exactly what it is. And now you're, you're you're never surprised by what happens next. And that's the case again. You know, essentially, it, it's a statement of, well, if you're not with us, you're against us. Mm-hmm. But, you know, crazy on steroids is if you're not with us, well, <clears throat> everybody's going to take up them arms. And we, you know, got lots of arms. Right, boys? You know, I mean, come on, give me a break. Mm-hmm. And if, if, if just a regular... Uh, protest or regular march whatever have you brings out the kind of violence and kind of response that you see in Charlottesville, Virginia. Imagine what would happen if uh, the president was impeached. It's going to be that on steroids and it's scary to think about. Yeah, but Antifa had balloons full of pee. (laughs) (laughs) Those bastards. I... uh yeah. I, I just want to follow the logical progression. So let's say, yeah, violence starts happening, right? In order for the government to maintain control and restore peace, now you're talking the NRA's worst nightmare coming true under a Republican administration, and that is the confiscation of those kind of assault weapons from the public. Ho, ho, ho! Oh! I- I'm not okay. I'm. I'm. Do you think that the government would stop the NRA at the? I, I, maybe I'm. Maybe I'm misunderstanding you. If, maybe I'm being too serious. But if 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 it gets really if it gets so bad to the point where the government can't restore order except by starting to take away the assault weapons from these nutbag NRA fascist not right wing nutbags. It's going to lead to not the Democrats taking away their guns, but a Republican right-wing government taking away the guns from the, the these uh, NRA people. What a twist. Okay, I don't know if I... You know what? Joe on this show has often accused me of being an optimist. I don't know if I see that happening right now. 
Hmm. No, I don't expect the I don't expect the Civil War. I was just this is okay. just what if uh, nobody okay. expects okay. this. Okay, see, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I wouldn't expect the 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 assault rifles to be confiscated until there's actually something massive that causes it, it would it have to be, to be a, necessary. It would have to be a, oh god, it would, yeah. be, it would be a horror show for that to happen. I yeah. was just following the logical progression. And also, you know what uh, nobody else expects? The Spanish Inquisition. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Loudest music sting ever. Uh, <laughs> 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 I need, I need to, to be really honest that. with you, I think that if, if I think that if he if if you know impeachment were brought forth in the House and moved towards the Senate. I I think that we would see a lot of upheaval, but I think in the end, I think we'd see a lot of people who feel like they have the biggest balls in the world right now, they will cower right back down into their basement. And when you look at the whining Nazi, oh my, he's a, he's a perfect example. He is really a perfect example yeah. of, uh, I think, of what I'm trying to talk about. These I, these guys showed up in Charlottesville, and they're showing, they try to show up around the country, acting like, you know, they've got something big going on. Mm-hmm. And when they saw what happened in Boston, suddenly, they all got, all of those rallies got canceled. Yeah. They are, they're going to go back into their basement. I yeah, I think agree. they're I think they're scared to a certain degree. But uh, finish finish your thought, Miles, because we gotta we gotta move on to something else here. Okay, but I agree. But I'm worried about the outlier. Uh, if you'll remember this, it was a uh, Democrat that went into that baseball diamond, started shooting up the Republican baseball yeah, team. Yeah, he was like at his wits end. He like he lost his job, or I mean, his life was in a death spiral kind of thing. So for the most part, yes, the right wing nutbag is going to be a coward and crawl back under their rock and suck their thumbs or abandon themselves or what have they got to do to, you know, make pass the time. But there's I'm worried about the ones that are in a death spiral. Their lives sure. are there's going gonna be the to lone wolves. There's going to be the lone exactly. wolves. Yes. I mean, that's it's always going to happen. It. That's so. what I'm worried about is, you know, and it, not just one. We're talking, you know, half dozen, a dozen, a lot of damage can be done. Sure. Well, um, all right. So we brought up uh, the idea of uh, busting people on conspiracy. Well, I want to bring up a conspiracy theory that the Trump cultists have cl- are, are clinging to like like their binky. Um, Alison Camarota has been doing these panels. Bless her soul. With um, she's doing a deep dive with Trump cultists, and these people are just the worst. The worst. Yep. I, I mean, they're they're just like the guy who blocked me the other day for telling him that term limits can uh, for uh, Congress can only happen if there's a constitutional amendment. Trump can't make constitutional amendments, and uh, he Was blocked that me. Guy in, Scott Baio. He accused, yeah, really. He accused me of being a propagandist and gave me the Wikipedia entry on term limits, um, which confirmed everything I said. Uh, so, so, uh, so I went at him with another Twitter account. But anyway, so she's she's has panels of these morons, and they are morons. I'm not being mean. I'm not being cruel. I don't want to understand these people. I don't want to be in a room with these people. I don't want to interview these people. Um, but they have a conspiracy theory because, uh, 
because of YouTube. I think a great portion of it is a conspiracy. I think it was a setup. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I Speaking of setup, I should have given you a little bit more setup. Uh, this is a conspiracy theory about Charlottesville, Charlottesville, right? Because there was the ad for Charlotte, North Carolina for not Charlottesville. It was a Charlotte, North Carolina for actors to uh you know go out to something i don't know what it was but they whipped all this up and they they're lying about all, all like oh well there were people dressed as black lives matters and nazis all getting off the same buses and this is where they start whipping it up and it's 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 so um breathlessly stupid uh, it's 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 hard to believe. I think a great portion of it is a conspiracy. I think it was a setup. You, from home. From whom? I think people who want to derail our president. And there were buses coming in with lots of young people and protesters, off, protesters coming off the same bus were some wearing Black Lives Matter and some wearing the KKK shirts. They were brought in to cause a controversy, right? Where are you getting your evidence? Uh, a lot of it on Facebook. You I saw something on Facebook. Yes, yes. The protesters, the Antifa people, had an ad on Craigslist recruiting people for $25 an hour to show up for the protest in Charlottesville. In another uh -huh. state. It's all over the place. You can read the ad. And you trust yes. Facebook more than news organizations. Oh, yeah. I trust yeah. from people who shot yes, it that were present. Yeah. Yeah. You trust your Facebook feed, oh, even though you don't know the origin or no, the source. No, the people of these are our friends. Even though you no, can't tell me the source of these videos. <laughs> I can pull them the up off of the Facebook and see thirty powerful. people the certain... same videos. Okay, let yeah. me just let me see. So show me what you found on your phone. Oh, the video. I deleted it off. I'm sorry. I deleted it off. on YouTube that are on Facebook. If there it was are that videos important. that if you just Google Charlotte Post, Charlotte. Virginia okay. protesters' videos, they start. Oh they all God. start popping up into the feed. He doesn't even know what fucking state or city or he whatever he's talking about. I deleted them uh, off of my phone. This is really important, and it's all 100%. It's a billion, quadrillion, trumpzillion percent true, but I deleted it off my phone. I'm sorry. <laughs> How did you delete it off your phone? Did you delete the Facebook app off your phone? They should still be in your timeline, you dumb fucker. Do you know? I don't know how to use my phone. Um, no, I can't. I'm sorry, I can't show you because it's all. I fake. saw it on my phone, but I can't scroll back to find it, even though I'm being interviewed on a national cable show. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause it right then we're gonna pick up after the break i want you everybody just to, to again breathless stupidity about this conspiracy theory right there is um a lot more to this and it's called uh, in the lot more to this is called fact checking and debunking and jacob dean i think that's how journalism works right something like that yeah, but what about just reading it on Facebook and getting mad and feeling that it's true? <laughs> ain't, that like journal that. ain't that journalism? <laughs> but I saw... You know, sometimes, sometimes <laughs> I have a feeling in my gut. That's not journalism. That's me needing to go to the bathroom. Yes, that is exactly right. So, and how uh, do I tell the difference? Um. Well, <laughs> Jacob, I love you. We're not going to go into details about that, which well, makes it not journalism. Yes, that's right. 
But anyway, um, uh, the number two is involved, Jacob. Um, so, <laughs> uh, but anyway, let's go some ahead. And, and yeah, some say, many say, um, there are reports. All I know is what I read on the internet. Um, so, all right, we're going to go ahead and uh, hit the break. And, uh, of course, we're going to come back with uh, our wonderful uh, entourage here with Rain, Miles, Michelle, and, of course, uh, Jacob Dean. Uh, Joe is off tonight. He'll return next week. And P.S. Mueller will be on at the top of the hour. So, everybody hold tight. We'll be right back after this Hairwolf song. No, no, the Dad of Rock. Dracula's Magic Ring of Power. Because that's a real thing. Because I saw it on the internet. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect The Clown Car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! What a worth it's showtime! It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And of course, uh, joining uh, me as always on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back, my friend. Hello, my dear. Welcome back, my friend, to the show that never ends. The show that never ends. Um, I just read that uh, Hurricane Harvey has been upgraded to a Cat 4. One of my former co-workers is right in the heart of it on a third-story apartment. Uh, So I'm hoping he's going to be all right. So, Phil, I know you're not listening. Take care of you and your wife. um but uh yeah so uh uh and also it's on my mind tonight i know yeah. we got other stuff to talk about but yeah it's uh, really on my mind tonight yeah. i've got some bad it yeah it, well you know it's it's uh you know i mean we're talking cities at sea level you know that that sucks you know it's it's um there's any <laughs> quite honestly anyway. quite honestly we have an administration that has not taken this seriously yes I'm, I'm going to say that right now. An administration whose intelligence is well below sea level. 
Um, and, uh, oh. uh, of course, uh, <laughs> joining us uh, on the show as well from Mike Check Radio, the dynamic duo out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, Michelle and Miles Lagan. Welcome back. Hello, yes. hello. Greetings. And- and salutations. And uh, la- <laughs> last but definitely not least, from the great uh, city and state, Portland, Oregon, uh, from KXL Radio, formerly of uh, Filter Free Radio, and the Tom Hartman Show, Jacob Dean, welcome back, my friend, to In the, the show that never Glad ends. Glad to be here. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Happy Friday. Yeah, happy Friday indeed. So uh, it's been a it's been a crazy week. We have a new new. Uh, point of sale system at work and me being in accounting i've had to learn have a crash course i didn't even know it was happening until like a week before it happened and oh wow in the oh and, uh, let that. me let me just say this the it was a peer who told me <laughs> it wasn't even my direct supervisor uh so hey, by the way i got a whiff of this thing coming down the pipe my heads up <laughs> yeah just uh, i don't know just uh give me uh but yeah so i just kind of felt like this all week you're giving me a fucking goddamn headache boy yes <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I will pepper the show uh, uh, tonight uh, throughout with somebody uh, known as uh, the Redneck Gamer. I stumbled upon a YouTube video the other night. I don't know if it's fake or not, but it's hilarious. Doesn't matter, just because it's funny. Shut up! Yep, so. (laughs) All right. (laughs) And it seems very representative of, of the Trump cult. Uh, so, uh, all right, let's go ahead and, uh, uh, continue with the Trump cult conspiracy theory that what happened in Charlottesville, Virginia, not Charlotte, North Carolina in Charlottesville, Virginia is all one grand setup where people were riding on, you know, Hey, they just had, you know, buckets full of t-shirts. Some said KKK, some said Black Lives Matter, and they were just like, okay, you're on this team, you're on that team, go fight. You know, I mean, that didn't happen. It didn't happen because Allison Camarota looked into all the information that these buffoons were sharing on Facebook and relying on for uh, pertinent information on this, and this is what we got. So I have a young man who said that they saw these people, the six buses lined up, someone that lives in Charlottesville, that the six buses were lined up and people were getting off the bus with KKK shirts on and, and BLM shirts. At this. I'm like, what? Now, same buses, that, while same that may buses. not sound credible, while that it may doesn't. not sound credible to a lot of people, <laughs> to us who don't trust the news media, that could be very credible. Okay, so that was a moment from our latest Trump voter panel. And what they were saying there is that they believe that many of the protesters in Charlottesville were paid actors bust in to cause trouble. I asked them to show me the evidence. So after our taping, they sent us this video that they saw on YouTube. This was all set up. You understand? The whole thing. First of all, you're not going to have on a KKK t-shirt and you're not going to have on a Black Lives Matter t-shirt getting off the same brand of buses parked back to back. We're talking about bumper to bumper, not the same area, bumper to bumper. I'm glad that the woman who told me this is okay because she was in that alley. It was not on the street where those people got hit. In other words, their source of this theory is some guy in a car whose friend told him she saw buses in an alley arriving. 
That video that I just showed you has been viewed more than 840,000 times. He, that guy there, also linked to an ad from a PR company looking apparently for actors to appear at celebrity events and yes, rallies and protests in Charlotte, North Carolina, not Charlottesville, Virginia. Still, that's interesting. So we chased that thread, as reporters do. And we found out that the owner of that PR company says he had nothing to do with Charlottesville. Our reporters on the ground in Charlottesville saw nothing of any buses or what that guy in his car describes. The organizers of the rally say they did not hire any actors. And PolitiFact looked into this and rated this entire conspiracy theory as false. I don't have facts to back this up. Yeah. And also, Trump cultists. This is the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. Can I hear it again? Do you have time? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because it's all fake. A guy in a car saying, oh, this woman I know. Oh, I'm so glad she's okay. Um, you know, oh, I mean, wow. I mean, you know, uh, Jacob, uh, good enough for you to run a story, right? Oh, man. I tell you what, story and a half. That's yeah. a twofer. <laughs> you know, you break it down. I get an angle out of this and an angle out of that. I'll have a five-part series. Stay tuned. Yeah. I mean, dear Lord. Have, have any of you guys been to Charlottesville? I have not. No. I've been to. I don't think so. Um, oh, where have I been? Um, my mom, my sister lives. Uh, my mom used to live uh, in Virginia. Around. Uh, oh man. Oh, I can't remember the name of the city. I know my sister lived in Colonial Heights for a while, but it's very close to another city that's very big and popular, and I can't remember what it is. Um, but well, anyway, the, I'll think of it. The reason why I ask that, and it wasn't a gotcha kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Charlottesville is not a big city. No. It's actually a very small town that has the charter of a city. It's it's really it's it's very very it's it's not big. If this were true, the people who actually live in Charlottesville would have known this. Richmond. You know, that's I mean, where I've been. Sorry, go ahead. Richmond is actually bigger than Charlottesville. Yeah, Richmond's pretty pretty honking big. The capital, you know, it? it is. It is. It is the Commonwealth's capital. But you, you know, the idea that they're trying to peddle this stuff means that they're just completely disregarding the actual citizens of Charlottesville, who showed up to protest this monstrosity because they knew what was happening. Now, if the you know have a little faith in the the, the citizens of Charlottesville, if they would have known if there were. Antifa and Black Lives Matters and and Nazis getting off of a bus, the people down there would be like, "Yeah, no, you're a joke." But they yeah, showed up because this was not a joke. <laughs> yeah, but Rain, somebody in Antifa had a ping pong paddle. I know, I heard about that. So I mean that that's scary. <laughs> they they could have paddled. They could have paddled somebody's bottom. Assume the position. <laughs> Thank Pop you, sir. Us. May I have another? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. I got the. Pop us bank. Yeah. So <laughs> my only but Mark Hamill Joker. It's important drop. to point out. I think it really yeah. is. I mean, I know we're. I know we're laughing, and I'm sorry if I'm not. No. I, over funny tonight, but you know, Charlottesville. They know their. They know each other. It's mm -hmm. just. It's a city that they know their neighbors. 
and they might not know the neighbor of your neighbor of your neighbor, but they know the neighbor of your neighbor. Everybody kind of knows everybody. Sure. It's not a big city. And I really, I kind of get pissed off when I see stuff or hear stuff like what I'm hearing here, where people are just making up shit out of, you know, whole cloth. Yes. They, They don't live there. I mean, they don't live there. No, I've got friends who live there. They're they're viewing this vicariously through Facebook, and uh, you know, culling together a bunch of false information that fits their narrative. And they're so sloppy and stupid about it that they're like, "Look at this ad on Craigslist. There it is, Charlotte, Silver, yeah. yeah. North Carolina." <laughs> I will be honest enough to tell you that I have gotten Charlottesville confused with Charlotte. Well, I mean, because, you know, because just, I'm a Yankee and I'm from the north. Sure, I mean, you know, I, I could see somebody making that mistake, uh, but you know, this is somebody making that mistake and making that mistake and making that mistake over and over and over and over and over and over on, and you know, in hundreds of thousands of people are on Facebook and Twitter saying, "Look, see, here's proof. God damn it!" Oh, don't. Uh, yeah. Fucking a. So yes, yeah, for all here's those. Here's the thing. Here's yeah. the thing. Hmm. You know, those God... I... Okay, I gotta say this. There was a woman who went down there. And I will find the link and I'll put it in the chat room. Who She oh, is a yes. 73-year-old photojournalist. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. I can't remember her name, but it was on the Turnips page last night. Something Bochum. It was something Bochum. Yeah, I'll look it she up. She went down there, you know, to just... Because she wanted to see what these Nazis were. Sure. She was... She was splattered with urine. She was splattered with urine by these Nazis. And these same Nazis are the ones who are trying to turn it around and saying it was that this was the anti-fascist protesters. Yeah. And, now that, and, that I and, didn't I didn't even get to watch the whole thing, but uh, so that that's interesting. Um, or maybe yeah. it, maybe it wasn't on our turnips page i think it might have been somewhere else i think it was on maybe on it your timeline someplace else but you know she was she, you know there was there was rumors i heard about these rumors mm-hmm. but this is a woman who actually was right there documenting it she was she had urine thrown at her and um what we're seeing now is a whole bunch of people out there trying to say that the antifa are the people that are doing this? See, now I feel bad because I, you know, I, I, I actually repeated that uh, that lie and said that they had, you know, water balloons full of pee, you know. And no, no, and don't feel bad. Don't you know if we, if we can if we can spend no, a few minutes I, I talking don't, about this. I don't, don't feel bad about that. No, no, no. I don't really feel that bad because I was in in essence I was mocking the bullshit <laughs> talking points of you know people defending Nazis, you know. I. I had a really know the, good conversation. Because the Antifa, really, they, they actually had hacky sex there, too. <laughs> this, this, is, this is where I'm trying to go with this. And then I'll, I'll start being funny and joking about it. I've actually had a really hard time. And I think I've said it here on the show. I've, I've said it on my Facebook page. I've really had a difficult time with, with this whole idea of Antifa, anti-fascists. Mm-hmm. Um, What's happening right now is that we have some people who are um, they're, inf- they're infiltrating the anti-fascists, which I didn't know. That started in, in the 70s and or 80s. 
with the punk movement. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. So what we have now, I, I figured you'd understand that we have now people who I would call them anarchists. Some people call them mm-hmm. black block. They're trying to pretend that they're Antifa. This is not conspiracy stuff, guys. Oh, it's not. Um, I've I've met these people. I mean, uh, being in the punk rock scene throughout the early uh, uh, late eighties to mid nineties, um, even late nineties. Um, I, you know, I used to subscribe to a magazine called Maximum Rock and Roll, which was published out of Berkeley, and it covered, I mean, it basically had a breakdown of all the different, like, socio-political groups, um, of, within the realm of punk rock, and so many anarchists, like, literally anarchists, and, you know, and, and people who had, you know, hardcore communist um, uh, beliefs and, you know, people who, uh, you know, were, you know, their message was anti-fascism. And so this, this is all, um, you know, has its roots. Uh, a lot of it has its roots in punk rock. And now it's gotten to this point where you're right. There are a lot of people out there who, uh, and I, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but I'm going to be a little bit here is it's kind of like when I see a kid walking around in a dead Kennedy's t-shirt that he bought at hot topic. I, I don't mean, to be a, I don't mean to be a dickhead, you know, and say, look, you're not a real punk rocker, but I would never buy a, a dead Kennedy's t-shirt at hot topic. I mail ordered uh, some shirts from alternative tentacles, which was the record label who put out the dead Kennedy's, but I'm not going into fucking hot topic. And, you know, um, sending money to some Japanese manufacturer that, you know, licensed the logo. So, but, so but, there's, there's guess, an in, inauthenticity, I think is what I'm getting at to a lot of people who are glomming onto this and, um, and it, and it bothers me. And I, I feel like that crotchety old man who's like you, Oh, when I was a kid, we bought our T-shirts directly from Alternative Tentacles. You know, yes. I mean, They're, I read Maximum see, Rock and Roll. You don't know nothing. Uh, see, I, I'm with was, you on that. It was I'm on newsprint. We didn't have websites. Damn it! Sorry. <laughs> see, no, I'm with you on that. I'm totally with you on that. Because, because you know, I, I, I think I've said it before. You know, in the Civil Rights Movement, and I said it on Tuesday. We sat, you know, they sat down and they took the abuse to be prepared mm-hmm. for the nonviolent resistance. But the problem is now, the right wing, and I'm not kidding about this, and this is something I think we all have to be very, very aware of. The right wing has decided that they're going to decide what Antifa is. Yes. There's a, there's a, a um, they're passing around, they're circulating um, a petition. You've seen the woman c- being beat up, that picture, right? Yes. And they're circulating a petition, to, and apparently has enough signatures at whitehouse.gov for the White House to respond. They want Antifa to be declared a terrorist organization. See, and this is where this, thank you, thank you for, and thank you for letting me talk about it, but I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. There is a problem. And, there and is a problem. The big, the biggest problem is deflection and projection here, because you know, and it's what Trump did. There was there, it was violence on both sides. There was violence on both sides. It was terrible. There was lots of bad actors on both sides, and there were some very fine Nazis there as well. Yes, I mean they had very they had the wonderful haircut that all of them have with the shaved sides. 
Um, they also had really nicely matched pants. Yeah, and white shirts. Yeah, I think I saw a couple. I think I saw a couple uh, alt right guys with that blonde Nazi haircut downtown today, and I almost, you know, wanted to look at them and say Heil Trump and see what they said. Um, But, um, um, but you know, but here's the thing: How on earth could we ever conceive? And yes, I'm being deeply sarcastic right now. How on earth could we ever? possibly think that conservatives and defenders of the confederacy and monuments and the confederate battle flag how could we ever possibly think that they would be racist and be aligned with nazis or the klan well recently in north carolina there was an uh, a, a lawsuit to uh, uh by a guy named russell walker to have the confederate flag uh put back on i'm assuming the the uh state house or whatever and um, he, they, he was being interviewed outside before the verdict came in uh, that, you know, he lost his case, basically. And uh, this is what he said. Um, 27 seconds. It's it's pretty uh, it's pretty stunning. here. I don't believe it's a symbol of racism. I don't believe it's a symbol of slavery. That's my personal view. But how they feel is their business. But it, it would be it would be ludicrous for me to tell you how they feel. Hey, I get down the street, I see Martin, Martin Luther King. Um, I shouldn't say that. Martin Luther King. I mean, should I rip, this, should I rip the, the signs down or, or insist that they, they, they take Martin, Martin Luther King Street down and arrest that stuff? That's a public thing. I don't necessarily agree with it, but that's just the way it is. He referred to Martin Luther King as Martin Luther Kuhn while saying the Confederate flag was not a symbol of racism. And... <laughs> And hey, Freudian hey, slip, anyone? Why, why should, why shouldn't I want to rip down them dull garn signs, man? Because I don't agree with what Martin Luther King did. Because he wanted uh, African Americans to be considered equal. I'm sure he wouldn't say African Americans, um, but you know he wanted people to be equal. I don't agree with that. I think I need to have my boot on somebody's neck. And by the way, I don't know if this guy was standing or not, but um, looked like he was about one, about a quarter of a cheeseburger away from. Uh, his next heart attack. Um, well, with the way he said that Martin Luther slur, yeah, it came out so natural and so organic. I have a feeling he says that a lot. Oh, he said that totally intentionally. Yeah. I don't. I don't personally believe that the Confederate flags about slavery or racism. Uh, yeah, it just represented the side uh, of a war that wanted to keep owning people as as uh, property. Well, his follow-up to what he said was, I probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah. Which means he knew what he, he said. He meant to say it. He totally meant to say it. Or it's we just... We see in, you. Yeah. So, so yeah, how could anybody think that those peaceful protesters down there would be racist? Uh, I'm sorry. The, uh, the peaceful protesters that Trump was talking about. The fine people down there. You know, that just didn't want to see those beautiful monuments removed of guys who lost for snowflakes yeah so uh uh <laughs> all right jacob we haven't heard from you in a little bit why don't you uh, do you want to uh chime in on that oh man it's it's wild man i mean uh i mean w- why was the civil war fought to begin with and yeah sure it's a complex issue with you know State multiple um uh, reasons <laughs> but if you had to boil it down to one thing i mean it, it's slavery and you know, I mean, what does the Confederacy represent, or and, and what does their symbol or their flag represent? I mean, it's it's pretty it's 
plain uh, and simple. It's pretty straightforward. And, um, you know, I, I really like the analogy that they love to <clears throat> throw around, and that's the, um, you know, the participation trophy. Well, you know, I, I don't want everybody to get a trophy that, that shows up, you know. Uh, winners get trophies. Well, essentially, that's what these monuments are. They're participation trophies. And so I, I like to throw that out there. Chew on that for a second. But, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, but I also, if I exercise empathy, I understand that these people simply want to be proud of, you know, where they came from. It, with a, a thick ignorance of uh, and, and a lack of um, acknowledgement of history. And um, so, you know, I mean. Yeah, it's it's the profound ignorance uh, and in denial and, again, deflection. So, so again, this is one of those uh, – I'm assuming this is one of the fine people Trump is talking about who uses slur – against Martin Luther King. And of course, let's not forget too uh the the right wing and especially Sean Hannity uh sided with the Bundys and had Clive and Bundy on his uh his show uh way back when. And Clive and Bundy was uh saying, you know, if I can't say nigger or black boy, then I guess Martin Luther King hasn't done his job yet. You know, that and and my apologies for saying that. I'm just paraphrasing what Clive and Bundy said. Um and uh but uh i mean this is this is these are the people they want to align themselves with and then all of a sudden when they get together to have a fucking hate party then we're supposed to say oh well we're just as bad as you sorry no exactly it's no exactly fucking own that you monsters you own that this, this is so not about ignorance. This is Thank about you. intellectual dishonesty. This is a, a fraud being perpetuated to try and... It's fraud. It's, it's, I would it's, say, you know what, I, I see what you're saying, but I think it's about these people actually saying, I'm a racist, just don't call me a racist. Yeah. <laughs> it's not ignorance. Yeah. It's they, not ignorance. They don't like to be called out for what they are, and they are racists. Yeah, exactly. They and are. And the, and the thing is, racists who just do passive aggressive racist things don't think they're as bad as racists that they enable right. to go do violence. And it's exactly. like, well, I'm not. I'm, you know, they, well, you know, it's well, it's. I just think that we should stick to our own kind. You know, that kind of shit. Yep. And that enables these freaks that go out and screech white genocide from the trailer park. So, um, but anyway. Yeah, I mean, uh, at this point, yeah, I know we, we have to go to break, but yeah. at this point, these guys just feel emboldened to, to come out and just let their freak flag fly. Yeah. Well, all right. We're going to go ahead and hit the break right now. P.S. Mueller is going to be joining us. And I have a very fascinating story. I was listening to a snippet from a TED Talk from July the other day and discovered this very fascinating individual who decided to become a secret white supremacist <gasps> online. And he, oh. he's African-American. 
So, yeah. <laughs> hey. uh, oh, so nice. it's pretty cool. I've got like three clips. I think Pete would probably like to talk about that. And of course, later on in the show, everybody, the triumphant return of Alec Baldwin as uh, Fat Donnie. It's going to be great. Uh, and of course, we'll do Mad Libs. We're going to do name calling coming up next hour. And of course, we have a very special birthday for Francie, Francie Pans. Um, and uh, yeah, so everybody hang tight. We'll be right back and we'll get uh, Mueller on the program. Hang in there. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. Sounds like a good idea! Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And of course, joining me as always on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back. Hey, happy pardon to Joe Arpaio. Yeah, I heard about that. God damn it. That is not fucking cool. Uh, but not surprising from uh, uh, the, the Trump clan. Um, I'm not surprised. Yeah. He, he telegraphed it the other day. So Yeah, really. And, of course, uh, welcome back to uh, Michelle and Miles, both in Port St. Lucie, Florida. Uh, can be heard on a uh, mic check radio every Saturday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly. Welcome back. Yes, hello, thank hello. you. And at least the, the pardon means that he is guilty of the crime. Yes. Well, he has admitted guilt. That is. If he accepts it. That's the yep, one. If he accepts it. Yeah, yep. that's the one uh, one thing we can uh, uh, take solace in, I suppose. And last but definitely not least, until we get P.S. Mueller on the show, Jacob Dean in uh, Portland, Oregon from KXL Radio. Welcome back, sir. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. It is it is a it is a real treat to have you back on the show, and you haven't talked you haven't spoken to Pete in some time either, have you? Heck, it's it's been a while, so uh, looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, just uh, stay quiet. Maybe he won't know you're here. Pete, are you there? <laughs> Hello. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Do, do you know? Do, uh, while I play your jingle, look around on Skype and see who else is here that hasn't been here in a while. Who the hell is that? I'm cartoonist and agent provocateur, P.S. Mueller. I thought I heard a stranger. To what do I owe the pleasure of your visit, my friend? The desire for escapism and kicks. Which could affect the entire world. Well, naturally, we think it's wonderful. Hey, excuse me, please. P.S. I know you. I know you. Yeah. 
look at that. Wow. Uh, Pete, Jacob Dean has returned. Jacob, how are you? Oh, doing well, buddy. Long time no see, no chat. I hope all is well. It's all right. How's the fishing? Oh, man, you know it. You know it. Uh, I got to gotta give the fish a break once in a while, though. Got to give it a chance. Now, from what so. I understand, it's been <laughs> hot out in Oregon. Spending a little free time on the river, and that—that uh, that is the peace, the zen, the escape, the, you know, so much craziness going on. You got to you gotta go to the river and, and catch a fish. But, uh, <laughs> but it, 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 Pete was asking, he said it's uh, been uh, rather hot out your way. Yeah, uh, you know, record heat. Uh, went through one of the the longest dry uh, periods in Portland history. Uh, uh, approached the hottest temperature in Portland history ever. We hit uh, 115 degrees a couple weeks ago. Hottest temperature ever in Portland, Oregon, 117. Uh, or excuse me, 107, and uh, we hit 105, uh, minus 10 degrees there. Um, and, uh, but, but yeah, yeah, I mean, record breaking summer, you know, climate change, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. A friend of mine's marijuana garden nearly exploded. <laughs> oh my God. You know, there are, there are some, you know, pros and cons to everything, you know, yeah. exploding yeah. weed. It almost smoked itself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see. <laughs> Try the waitresses and tip your veal. Pete will be here all night. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, and of course, uh, Pete, uh, we got Miles, Michelle, and Rain with us as well. Wow. Woo, Hello, it's, everybody. It's a full Hello, again. This is good. Yeah. I can't remember. Joe has the night off, so I had to get three people mm. to fill in for Joe. That's true. And we still can't fill his shoes. That's true. Well, you know, that man wears buckets. He does. He has. He. I met him. He has abnormally huge feet. So, but you know, you know what I that means. Here in town, where's a size sixteen? No, actually, Joe does. What? Joe wow. seems to have. Joe actually does seem to have normal size feet for his height. Sixteen. That's like say. Shaquille O'Neal. That size. is. That's it's like. Nice. Well, he's like Shaquille O'Neal size. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, uh, <laughs> yes. Excuse me. No, I knocked uh, over the robot. Robot. <laughs> he you just told you. He knocked. No, over I didn't the... kill the robot. Robot. But Robert. I do have a list. Robot. Robot. <laughs> robot. What is Robert. happening? Uh, robots. I don't know. I don't know. I cut Pete off with the clips. He says he, he was getting ready to explain, and then I uh, I just kept playing. Robert, did we yeah. lose? Did we lose Pete? Because oh, did he? Did, I, I'm here. Oh, okay. okay. All right. I thought so maybe the robot, the robot was knocking you over now. No, no. It's the. Uh, it was just a chair. Oh, okay. know, just a useless chair. Okay. Uh, no, I was saying I have a list. Yeah. I have a private list. A list of what? Of- of Trump lessons. Oh, Trump lessons. Oh, I we uh, sorry, you skyped out a little bit there. I we just kept hearing that you had a list. Everybody's a little uneven on volume. You know, right now I'm sounding very loud to myself, and everyone else sounds faint. Well, um, I don't no. know what that is all about. Uh, but uh, I, I, I sound- you you sound you sound good. You, you got a little skypey here and there, but uh, you have a, a, a Trump list. Of, I think. Uh, do would you like me to cue up the uh, the drum roll, sir? If you like, 
because uh, I just have lessons on how to be like Don Trump. All right. So uh, let me see. So we're going to go one to ten or ten to one? Oh, we'll go one to ten. Okay. Uh, lesson number one on how to be like Donald Trump by P.S. Mueller. When you're a kid, believe everything your dad says about all that gold paint. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, there you go. I gotta, I gotta get the, the drum roll in the right spot here now because I just realized that that's that's funny. Uh, so, all right, here we go. Uh, drum roll, please. Uh, uh, how to be like Donald Trump? Uh, 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 two by P.S. Mueller. Mark your territory like the regal hound of P. <laughs> the regal hound of P. I like it. So, okay, how to be like Donald Trump? Uh, number three. Enter every situation airborne while screaming cannonball. <laughs> Oh, I, I've, uh, we're we're going to continue with the list, but there is some breaking news from Cat, which is very exciting. But uh, how to be like Donald Trump? Reason four or or way four rather? Secretly park a wad of sidewalk gum between all three of your cheeks. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh my God! Does he have oh a is, does, does he have a rear cheek? Is that how that works? Well, you want to be have, like Trump, right? Yeah, yeah. I have so, images. Okay. I have images. Uh, how yeah. to be like Donald Trump? Number five. Avoid eye contact with all who might look upon you and despair. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you're killing me, Pete. I love this. All of the uh, input. <laughs> it gets better. All right. How to be like Trump. Six. Practice grabbing stuff like lasagna or a wet chihuahua. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, that is so funny. That is hysterical. Lasagna or a wet chihuahua? A wet chihuahua. A wet chihuahua, people. Chihuahua. Uh. <laughs> when you grab that wet chihuahua, do you put Tic Tacs in your mouth? Oh, see? I'll give you a room <laughs> Do you move on her like a... Wet chihuahua. A wet chihuahua. <laughs> a wet female chihuahua. Yeah. Well, you're a star. You can do All whatever right. you want. How to be like Trump. <laughs> Number seven. Spend every Sunday night chugging fizzies at the wife tank. <laughs> oh, God. oh, 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 fizzies <laughs> at the wife tank. Wow. Uh, all right. How to be like Trump? I think we're up to number eight. Is that correct? You know, the wife tank. It's in Midtown. Oh yeah, the wife tank. Of yeah. course. You know they they re, they refill it like every couple of weeks. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, all right, they're just suspended there in Botox. Um, mm -hmm. so, <laughs> anyway, uh, how to be like Trump? Eight. 
Don't bother to use a scoop unless someone's watching. (laughs) 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 All right. How to be like Trump. Number nine. Name your kid something like Viceroy or Don Plus. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Donald Plus good. Uh, <laughs> oh, we go. we'll take it down. <laughs> All right. So the very last that Donald Trump, how to be like Donald Trump. Number 10. Here we go. Whisper something mysterious on your deathbed, like golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we gotta give you, give you, give, oh, give you a couple amens for that. Very good, Pete. Amen. Yeah. Oh, well, well played, sir. There you done. There you go. My my mind is done for the day. Thank you. That that's our. Uh, this is great. This is getting to be a new tradition. Uh, the last uh, top ten list you did on the show was. Uh, God, what was that? The other one you did. Do you remember? Oh, it was it was about Trump. I know that. So <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, we'll have to. Uh, don't expect memory from Trump. me. We're gonna we're gonna have to compile all these. Uh, I'm gonna have to sort out where they are, make notes, and uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll do a a, a a segment on a best of show with all your top ten lists. That's good. Now you mentioned something. There was breaking news. There is, uh, ladies and germs. I predicted right. I said within two weeks of um, the last Nazi leaving the White House, uh, Sebastian Gorka would be sure to follow. Sebastian Gorka has resigned from the White House. Thank you, Cat, for breaking that news. And everybody's been <laughs> posting memes and uh, funny things like uh, our good uh, cousin Curtis, Destro- aka Destroyer Kurt. Good night, Gorky. Uh, and he does. Yeah, he wasn't bad on, on that's Star all, Trek folks. Generations. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I think we can officially say that Gorky Park moved. It sure did. Yeah. Is his wife going with him? Well, that's a good question. Catherine, his uh, butthole of a wife. Uh, was the one who uh, uh, did away with funding for deprogramming from Nazi cults and whatnot. Um, so, uh, yeah, there was a... God, why... I, I'm... Who was the last Nazi to leave the White House? Oh, Steve Bannon. That's who. <laughs> it's so like, hard to keep track of I know. No. I know. So... So what do, do you think... No. Do we give Stephen Miller a month? Hmm... I don't know. <laughs> I you know, you know uh, there, he could there. be hypnotized like a goose and just let out. <laughs> he could you be know. Miles. What were you, what were you yeah. saying? Somebody just draw a chalk line, you know. Sure, and, uh, sure. Some was, breadcrumbs. Was there any indication as to the reason why he resigned, or just no reason? I mean, it's not to be gonna, re- spend time I'm with gonna, his family. I'm going to click on the link the cat shared. So I'm assuming because most decent people hate him. Now, there's the well. reason he gives, right? And then there's the a real reason. And now I'm wondering, all these people oh, that are resigning... I've got it. Is, is it because... I mean, he's going to give his excuse, you know, whatever. But is it because Mueller is oh. really digging and people are like, ooh, I don't want to be... I don't want to have my past digged into. Could I don't be. think they have that much shame. 
some people have some sh- some his past that they don't want looked at. It's not about his, shame. His reasoning was given the recent events. Given recent events, it is clear to me that forces. It is. This is really funny. Given to given recent events, it is clear to me that forces that do not support MAGA promise are for now ascendant within the White House. Gorka wrote. As a result, the best and most effective way I can support you, Mr. President, is from outside the people's house. Wow, that is so Palin-esque. Oh, that is... That's bullshit. (laughs) Uh, Bullshit. I wish I could read it in the Gorka Gorka voice. Greetings. 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 Given recent events... It is clear to me that forces that do not support MAGA promise are, for now, ascendant within the White House. As a result, the best and most effective way I can support you, Mr. President, is from outside the people's house. <laughs> See, I was, doing, I was doing the respirator for you like Darth Vader there. It was really good. So. Yeah, really. <laughs> Let's just analyze this guy's logic just for a second. So he's saying <laughs> that Trump is getting some pushback within the White House yes. against his uh, uh, MAGA. MAGA. Yeah, MAGA. And the best way he can support Trump is to abandon him in sure. the White House. Sure. Right. I think okay. that, th- yeah, I, I, here you go, yes, everybody. That makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Yes, when does and, Pence get this epiphany? Uh, <laughs> oh, Pence will get that epiphany once he becomes president. He'll have to ask oh. mother. He'll have to ask mother every step of the way, mother? though. Um, but, uh, yeah, so mother. Sebastian Gorka, oh, we hardly so knew how. M- gone? Yeah, we, yeah, it's it's official. I'm looking at media right now. It's, it's, uh, uh, well, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I haven't seen it uh, on media. I, I was looking at the jo- the Joe Arpaio pardon. But anyway, for Sebastian Gorka. Wasn't he like the eighth RoboCop? Oh, hang on. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Sound clip. Greetings. <laughs> Love it. Gorka. There's <laughs> a little more if I can read it. Please let me read it. Go for Make it. Make me happy. Regrettably, outside of yourself, the individuals who most embodied and represented the policies that make America great again have been internally countered, systematically removed, or undermined in recent months. This was made patently obvious as I read the texture for your speech on Afghanistan this week. <laughs> now, that's important because that means that Gorka is right there with the Breitbart people with yeah. saying that they're globalists. Globalists! <laughs> oh no, globalists! Oh, oh, so he's taking his ball and going home because all of his little uh, uh, far-right mm-hmm. friends got removed from... Uh, Trump staff, huh? Yes. He's probably oh, getting a yes. lot of he's probably getting a lot of side eye. He should have added that. And plus, I was getting a lot of side eye in the White House, of course. <laughs> don't I like don't like the side eye. <laughs> Very disrespectful. Very disrespectful to give me the side eye. I am, after all, Sebastian Gorka. Greetings. Oh 
asshole. <laughs> bye bye, Gorky. Bye bye. Yeah, there are so many ass well, prints on those know, doors in the White House now. It's amazing. Possibility of uh, I- you know internal sexual intrigue mm-hmm. ending with Ivanka Gorka. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> Ivanka Gorka. <laughs> Hello, my name is Ivanka Gorka. I want to bite your... I won't say. No, no, don't... Just, no. Well, admit it, you know, I mean, you know... Not, not in this house. Sebastian, he 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 break Jared like a stick, yeah. you know? Um, well, Jared yeah. is a stick. Well, well, uh, yes. well, let's bring Jacob in here before we uh, get to the Green News report. Uh, this is this is pretty big. I mean, it, this is this list of uh, again the white all the doors in the White House. Uh, they, the 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 cleaning crew is just constantly scrubbing ass prints off of them, right? And mm-hmm. the new guy won't last more than thirteen scaramuchis. Mark my words. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, thank you. We, 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 uh, I owe you a. Uh, uh, well, I'll give you the A train. I've never given you the A train. There you go. There, perfect. So, <laughs> yes, Bannon lasted. So I guess uh, uh, Bannon lasted twenty-one Scaramucci. So I guess Gorka lasted twenty-two. Was he in there since the beginning of uh, uh, the, this administration? Was he in there since January? I didn't know. I don't. I don't know. I, don't know. I well, can here's, tell you. Here's the thing. I, I got to tell you something about Gorka. He was mm-hmm. brought in, and then at a certain point, they were told, we the media was told that he was leaving. And I think that was back in February. So the media thought he was gone, but he never yeah. left. And in the meantime, he never got a security clearance. He so emerged a, from a heap of toadstools in the Rose Garden. <laughs> yes. I never got a security clearance. All I got was side-eye. <laughs> He's been a very, very peculiar person in the White House. So, why is it I hope now? That this why, is true that he's really leaving. You know, the worst thing about him leaving right now he's like is a groupie. I, he's like a Trump groupie. He's like, yeah, I'm in the White House. The worst Dude, thing about some, this, Rain, Rain, this is Rain, this House. is this is serious, Rain. <laughs> the worst thing about this right now is I finally, finally was able to do a Sebastian Gorka impression, and now he's gone. No, he's gone. God damn it. Yeah. You had That's it so unfair. Oh. It's just I mean, so I really unfair. I wish that we could have done like a group thing where you did Gorka and I did the Mooch. Yeah. Hey, the Mooch. Yeah. The Mooch. Hey, I'm the Mooch. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you what. It, it, this Trump. is this is some, we Gorka. we have bad news and good news. Of course, you know, Joe Arpaio was pardoned, but hey, Gorka is on the way out, and he he pulled a Sarah Palin. He'll oh, don't you know, I'll be more effective if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing and going out and selling uh you know moose sausage cookbooks, you know, you or know whatever. What? I, wish, I wish Todd pulled out a Sarah Palin. <laughs> Oh, well, you know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. We wouldn't have had that wonderful hypocrisy known as Bristol, though. Uh, yes. Yeah. Or, yeah. or we or, wouldn't or have the, the Palin brawl. No talks about named Claptrap. We wouldn't have the... I forgot about Claptrap. Yes. We wouldn't have had that wonderful brawl in Wasilla, either. That was, that was our highest rated show ever when we reported on the Palin brawl. Seriously, thousands, the thousands. Yeah, we had thousands of listens to that show. It's never happened before. So no, no, no. Todd, thank you, thank you. I owe you one. (laughs) Okay. So all right. On that note, we got to run to the break, but we got a full house, a lot of fun tonight. Jacob, you're sticking around for the uh, remainder of this hour, but we got to let you go because you you got work to do, my friend. Right? 
Damn it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Dean, it's been a pleasure. I won't twist your. Well, he's going to be here for the next segment, too, but I won't twist your arm. If you feel like staying, you can, but I completely understand if you got a bail. So, uh, not, not an issue at all. But, uh, all right, let's go ahead and uh, hit the break. Green News Report with Brad Freeman and Desi Doyne coming up. Congratulations to them once again. They just hit their 700th episode. That's very exciting. Uh, I wish I knew how many episodes of this show I've done, but I, I don't. I'm I'm bad at math when I'm not at my accounting job. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> break time. We'll be right back with lots more. And we're having a great time here. Uh, and we're going to continue the fun right after this. It's Thursday, August 24, 2017. It's sort of like home on the range where never is heard a discouraging word. And the coal dust isn't toxic all day. Trump administration halts study on health impacts of mountaintop removal coal mining. New Orleans still grappling with flood emergency as potential hurricane brews in the Gulf of Mexico. Volkswagen is bringing back the iconic minibus, and this time it's electric. Plus, California again proves Trump wrong. Climate regulations actually boost economic growth. Shocking. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. We have become an energy exporter for the first time ever just recently. That's true. If by recently he means May of 2011. Thanks, Obama. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, trouble in New Orleans with a hurricane heading its way? Uh, Yeah, kind of. As we go to air, the National Hurricane Center is warning that a new storm, Harvey, is now brewing in the Gulf of Mexico and could drop insane amounts of rain on both Texas and Louisiana. And that's really bad news for the city of New Orleans, which has been in a state of emergency since an early August storm dumped nearly a foot of rain in just four hours, causing widespread flooding and forcing city officials to admit that some of the city's pumps have been offline for repairs during peak hurricane season. Uh-oh. Yep, now the New Orleans Advocate reports that city officials may evacuate the city if it is forecast to receive more than a foot of rain in a 24-hour period. And by the way, next week is the 12th anniversary of Hurricane Katrina. Oh, boy. Meanwhile, scientists are warning the administration's latest move may hurt more than help coal country. The Trump administration's Interior Department has ordered the National Academies of Sciences to stop work on a study of the health impacts of mountaintop removal coal mining. Mountaintop removal coal mining is exactly like it sounds. It's a method that literally blasts off the tops of mountains, dumping the debris into valleys and streams below where people live. Numerous previous studies have linked mountaintop removal in West Virginia to elevated rates of cancer, heart disease, and birth defects. So stay 
state officials requested a federal assessment. Bob Kincaid, founder of West Virginia's Coal River Mountain Watch in an interview on the broadcast, said the administration's decision to halt this health study shields the coal industry. They were going to say that there does appear to be a scientific reason to be concerned about the harm that mountaintop removal coal extraction does to people who live near it. And that would have created a controversy and a storm that the coal industry could not have weathered. Weird. So Donald Trump's claims about how much he loves coal miners uh, is actually not true because this study might have found that coal mining was killing coal miners and their families. Go figure. And even worse than that, last week the Environmental Protection Agency announced that it will revoke an Obama-era rule that required operators of coal-fired power plants to limit toxic metals in their wastewater discharge. It seems like this administration really does not want to find out the impacts of coal pollution. Drink up, coal miners. But some good news. California's state economy is booming, even as the state has rolled out a host of new regulations to curb carbon emissions and fight climate change. What? (laughs) According to a new report... After implementation of California's landmark cap-and-trade law, statewide per capita emissions fell by 12 percent. And at the same time, the state's per capita GDP grew at double the national average. For every one fossil fuel job, the state now has eight renewable energy jobs. And since the launch of cap-and-trade, California now leads the nation in the number of clean energy patents and is now the most energy-productive economy in the world, meaning it uses the least amount of energy for every dollar of economic activity. So when Donald Trump told us in Phoenix that the Paris Climate Accord would kill jobs, California made him a liar yet again? (laughs) Yes, it did. Not hard to do. Finally, it's official. German carmaker Volkswagen, while trying to redeem itself after being caught cheating on pollution standards in the U.S. and Europe, announced this week it is bringing back its iconic Volkswagen minibus in 2022. Only this time, that minibus will be all electric. Cool. How about uh, an electric bug? Where's that? Hopefully coming soon. Still waiting on you, Volkswagen. For much more on all of these stories and the many we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. Stop, I'm a fucker. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm Are you on cocaine, son? 
<laughs> oh my god! No, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, Jacob, he's a... I think he's one of those people that fuck their brothers and sisters. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway, that, of course, uh, we'll be hearing a lot more of the interactions between um, Redneck Gamer uh, and his, his pals from, like, some kind of Xbox game. I don't know. It's a video I just found the other day. I do want to read a, a tweet real quick before I bring everybody back in. Uh, Scooter Can shared from Frank Conniff on Twitter about uh, eight or nine minutes ago. Um, he says, in uh, uh, Frank Conniff, of course, uh, TV's Frank, uh, and, of course, from um, uh, say or Tell Me Everything with John Fugel saying on Sirius XM. Uh, in the wake of our Pio pardon, National Weather Service just declared Donald Trump a Category 5 racist. Uh, yes, Frank. Uh, there you go. Thank you. We'll, we'll give you that. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Arpaio was pardoned, but Gorka left the White House. Uh, I... There's other good news, though, with the, the Mueller investigation um, and, uh, you know, subpoenas uh, for uh, associates of um, Manafort and, of course, a deeper dive into Michael Flynn's involvement and in trying to access hacked emails from Hillary Clinton. Uh, but, of course, welcome back to the show, everybody. There's, I mean, this this is a Friday news dump of Friday news dumps. Cat was pointing out in the chat room earlier. This is This is a biggie. Um, but of course, uh, Jacob Dean in, uh, Portland, Oregon, uh, joining us. Uh, thank you so much for sticking around and, uh, you're going to, are you going to head out at the top of this hour, my friend? Yeah, guys. Good to be with you. Uh, working that damn AM yeah. drive shift. I work a Tuesday through Saturday. So tomorrow is my Friday. Got to go to work in the morning and I get up at about one, one thirty in the morning these days and yeah. I'm done about now <laughs> yes understood I've done that i know understood. what you mean Ouch. well uh, and J jacob uh, i'll tell you what you if you want to uh bail early you absolutely can because we're going to do name calling and birthdays and stuff like that uh you, if you want you can uh, uh it, it, but i'm not pushing you off if you want to stay for the, the rest of the segment you are more than welcome uh, but oh, if, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll okay. hang. And uh, I tell you what, Excellent. if you give me if you give me sixty seconds at some point, I've got a I got some news for you. I'll give you a story too. All right. Well, I'll news. tell you what. We'll, for, we'll we'll let you do that after name calling. And um, but uh, but we're not going to do a reverse call in tonight, everybody, because we got six people on the show. So uh, <laughs> this I is the, the we yeah we haven't had six people on the show in a long time. But this is yeah. fun. I'm having fun. But uh, Jacob, I, I want you to tell everybody how they can listen to your or uh, your show on KXL. I am the um, uh, editor and executive producer of Portland's Morning News, uh, number one rated in Portland. Uh, the show's on Monday through Friday. We also do a live Saturday show, uh, KXL.com. It's all mostly local news, and uh, it's a news and, and talk station. Uh, and, and actually, for our, our audience here, you really won't enjoy uh, most of the talk on that radio station. Um, so just fair warning. <coughs> yeah, you can uh, go see to, see how the other half lives for a while if you want. I have to, <laughs> have to work with a bunch of a-holes, but you know, you know how it goes. <laughs> and uh, 
<laughs> but, uh, uh, um, you know, the news is great, and uh, I, I love our team that we get to work with. And I'm on the front lines of, of breaking news locally, and, and we follow nationally, too. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, everything going on, it's it's hard to miss these days. I, I can <laughs> attest to your national coverage because I, uh, I, I joined in when we had the Facebook Live Killer here in Cleveland this earlier this year um, on the show. And uh, turn up the heat with kenny pigs <laughs> yeah that was pretty cool yeah that was awesome but no it, it, very awesome uh, uh having you back and of course we're gonna work out some other dates where jacob will be helping us uh fill in for uh rain and joe as they take time off and everything and then once maybe when he gets back in the saddle i'll have him fill in on uh turn up the night uh, it, well if you if you're on vacation that week <laughs> uh, there we go yeah and uh you know i just miss you guys it's been way too long and it's good to be back for yeah, sure. you, you're a treat, my my brother. Um, and uh, also joining us, P.S. Mueller out of Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, please check out psmueller.com for all things Pete. Or stay away. Yeah. You can stay away if you like. I'd rather people go to psmueller.com than gatewaypundit.com. That's good. Well, that's true. That's yeah. true. Or you could just Google me, you know, and like uh, go to Google image and you'll find like more of me than you like, you know. There you go. And, uh, and uh, how, how you doing I on your deadline? the Google machine. How you doing on your cartoon deadlines? Uh, pretty good. I'm almost, almost sort of kind of caught up. Nice. Uh, nice. I had to pick a bunch of material for a show that a friend is curating for the ACLU. It Ooh. is going to be, uh, um, I forget where the show is going up. I, it, it, it might even be in Oregon. I'm not certain. Ooh. But, uh, well, my, yeah, my that's friend, a new story. Yeah. Uh, well, I, you know, I'll, I'll let you know uh, when I find out where exactly. You know, there's going to be dozens yeah. of uh, labor and lefty uh, artists contributing to this thing. Hey, uh, if that's in your neck of the something to do yeah. with the First Amendment. If that's in uh, your neck of the woods, uh, Jacob, that might actually be a cool story. Yeah, very cool. So, and yeah. I'll uh, dig. I'll dig around while you guys you guys talk a minute. I'll dig around. No problem. And of course, uh, yeah, we'll we'll give you all the time you need because we got name calling coming up here. Uh, and of course, the dynamic duo, the dream team uh, from Port St. Lucie, Florida, uh, Michelle Lagon, the Rogue DM, and Miles Lagon, our uh, resident galaxy master who plays with laser swords. Yes. <laughs> I do, and I'm going to volunteer Michelle for the name reading. No, well, no. Well, it's rain, rain. Rain's doing it tonight. That rain. Does okay. It. So that's okay. why. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, rain is professional. And also, <laughs> also look for something uh, coming out from uh, Miles and Michelle uh, in the near future. Or I'm not sure if both of you, if this is a, a tag team effort or not. But uh, there is an orange lightsaber involved. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh. Jo- the idea Michelle just came up with, well, I'm giving it away. We can talk about it tomorrow. Oh, yeah, we'll talk talk about tomorrow. it on Mic Check Radio tomorrow. But uh, and uh, our Mic Check Radio uh, listeners will know what we're talking about. But uh, yes. and last, but definitely, definitely not least, here is her jingle, ladies and germs. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing. Here. You want to mess around? The greatest source of energy known to womankind! Yes.
All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Yep. You got any biscuits for sale in there? Can you make me some biscuits? Biscuits. Yeah. So <laughs> I ain't got in, no biscuits. In case you don't know, Jacob, we refer to our chatters as biscuits. So. <laughs> hey, biscuits and gravy, baby. Yeah. Gravy, baby. Biscuit. Do we have hot gravy? Uh, it's not just hot. It's also something else. Now with our famous hot gravy. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> all right, Rain, uh, go for it. Who do we have in uh, so the chat room tonight? In tonight's chat room, we have Balua, we have Francie, we have Mr. Jacob Dean. Hello, my dear. I do. I, I just want to hug Jacob. He's got the most adorable cheeks. He He's really does. I'd like what? to man hug. I'd you like do, to man honey. hug him. You got like the cheeks I want to squeeze, like an old auntie. <laughs> 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 oh. Okay, that was inappropriate, but inappropriate. Oh no, no, no! I, I encourage inappropriate. <laughs> I love the awkward tension. Oh, please. Oh, Jacob, you, Jacob, you haven't heard how inappropriate this show's gotten in recent days. We've gotten so filthy. It's just, it's, it. I want to say it's not even funny, but no, it's really funny. Uh, <laughs> but I do. Yes. I mean that. I just, I want to hug fun. Jacob. He's, he's very special in my heart. He really. Gotta have fun once in a while. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Jacob, settle down. <laughs> settle down, Captain Howdy. He's a good man. Leave him alone. <laughs> now that I've done... Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry, Jacob. I didn't mean to embarrass you. Um, uh, we have Jacob oh Dean. God. We have Jay Colley. We have Kat. We have Kenny Pick. We have Ken Sr. Hello, Dad. We have Cool Black Dude. We have Now Goodness. We have Michelle in South Florida. We have Miles in South Florida. We have Moon Mare, we have Peter in San Francisco, Presnet, myself, Sandy in Derwood, Scoopster in Rhode Island, Scooter Cans, Theo, Tim Cormel, and Trojan Rabbit. And I I think I don't I think yeah, I think that's all we have. Oh, I would also like to uh I, I, I without dislocating had, your without dislocating um, yeah, Kurt, just, Kurt the Destroyer. Oh earlier. yeah, Destroyer Kurt. Cousin Curtis, he's uh Susan's cousin. Um, okay. And uh, it's my cousin by marriage, and he's in a metal band called Destroyer Court, uh, and he deals with uh, dumb Ohio Trump loving rednecks all the time, and he is a fighter man. Um, and uh, also, uh, I want to say, don't dislocate your shoulders, chatters, but give yourself a pat on the back for being awesome mods tonight. You guys are great. Um, yes. Yeah, fantastic. Job yeah, Will tonight. Will is not here now, but Will from Chicago was in the chat. That's right. That's right. And I don't know if anybody's mentioned this, but Will from Chicago is finally gainfully employed. Yeah, he got a great job from my understanding. Yes. Yes, I didn't mean to say finally gainfully like a well, dismissive no, thing, but I, I, he, I think he, he has finally gotten a, a good, full-time job after yeah. so many years. Let's yeah, because he's been a sub, yeah. you know, a sub uh, uh, off and on, uh, you know, and um, yeah, so he finally landed a permanent position, and that is, uh, that's fan-fucking-tastic, brother. One Good job. On. Good job. That, and he's, that, it that is, is one. Awesome. Yeah, it is. It, it's it's also a spicy Mama meatball. Mamma mia, that's a spicy <laughs> meatball. Uh, but are Will's, are, are Will's cheeks also as, you know, pinchable? I, I have not w- met Will in person. Okay. See, I'm that's just the curious. thing. But I will I say, <laughs> I will say, it is one to grow on. And that's one to grow on. It was right God, in the middle of my true. screen. I have met I, Jacob in person. He has been yeah. to our home. 
<laughs> he has. Good times. Hell yeah. I know. Party on. Always know. good times. But you're Did he bring a fish? Well, all right. <laughs> no, Move because it. at the time moving, you lived in freaking D.C., nobody move, wants to get fish out of the Potomac. Yeah. Well, moving oh, on, because okay. we got one more story I, I want to get to before Jacob takes off. Um, and again, sorry, we can't, we don't have time for a reverse call-in tonight. Uh, but we do have time for at least one birthday boner that I know of. A birthday boner, I'm sorry, this is for a family member. Um, uh, John Boehner birthday greeting, uh, as it were. Um, for Francie's uh, oldest, her 25th birthday is today. Shani is her name. That's very exciting, and I don't know you if, like uh, yeah, uh, Shani. That's very. I'm assuming maybe it's probably short for Shannon uh, or something like that, or maybe it's just Shani. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's none of my beeswax. But uh, one thing that is should be everybody's beeswax right now is happy birthday, Shani. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey, hey, your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday. There you go. There you go, Shanny. Happy birthday. 25 years old. Oh, she's over the hill. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, Shanny. 25 is an awesome age because that's when everybody starts figuring things out. And that's when you mm-hmm. know who you are as a as a human being and a person and a contributor to society. And uh, things might be tough. I know it's not always easy in your twenties to you know uh, make a go of things. But if you work hard and you have a positive attitude and you're good to people around you, they'll be good back to you. And you will have a magical, beautiful life. And having a mother like Francie. You have a hell of a leg up on the competition. Let me just tell you that right now. Her mom is Francie. You agree? Yeah. Wow. Yes, and Francie says she's giggling. <laughs> uh, if your laugh is anything like your mother's, it's awesome. Let me just tell you right now. Happy birthday, so. Shani. Yes. I love your mom. She's awesome. She's uh, yes, and Francie, uh, her uh, Shani's mother, is also the uh, the Ed McMahon of the Tim Carmel show. As I recall, the last time Francie was on a couple of weeks ago, the internet ate her. Uh, yes, well, yes, her, her, her Skype. Her yeah. Yes, it. Uh, well, she's so sweet. How could the internet resist? So it's true. Yes, <laughs> it's true. It's the sprinkles. It's yeah. true. It's true. So <laughs> yeah. it's true. It's true. Oh, uh, let me see. Oh, here you go. Here we go. Is it uh, true what they say about the way you people are gifted? Oh, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Francie's people are gifted. So, uh, <laughs> was that Madeline Kahn? That was Madeline Kahn from Blazing Saddles. Yes. Perhaps uh, the funniest woman who ever lived. Uh, <laughs> definitely, yeah, definitely one of them. So, uh, yeah. well, let, let me see what we have time for. You know, I, I think we might have to. Uh, oh, okay, here we go. We're gonna, yeah, we uh, one one other story. We're gonna have to skip. I think the guy who went undercover. Um, I'll save it because it's kind of an evergreen. 
Um, but the dude who went out undercover, the African American guy, he went undercover as a, a white supremacist. I'll see if we can squeeze it in, but I really want to get to the Alec Baldwin stuff next segment because it's so timely. It's timely, quantifiable, and oratund. Do you know what that means? <laughs> um, uh, no. Uh, yeah, I got it. Oh, where, where's my timely? There. It is timely, quantifiable, and oratund. Do you know what that means? No. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, I, I want to get to this one. Uh, th- this is timely. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Of course. Does anybody? Let, let's take a quiz right now on the show, everybody. I'm going to give you a multiple choice answer. Um, uh, during the election, Donald Trump said he wanted to build a, an, a, an American Mexican border wall and he would make blank pay for it. A. Mm. Venus. <laughs> B. Utopia. C. Mexico. D. None of the above. I'm going to go with C. C. Oh, gosh. I'm trying to rack my brain. What was it he said every time he got in front of a camera? Oh, gosh. Well, I will say, uh, Rain, you are correct. (sighs) C. It is C. So, uh, because I said that in Spanish, C. As in yes. That was all. Yes, yeah. we can. Yes, yes, we can. Maga. <laughs> uh, so the uh, is now. Now who can? Now, now, who who is going to pay for this wall? Uh, all all the the Trump cultists still think Mexico will pay. Mexico will pay. But they don't realize Mexico is code word for you, you dumb fuckers, Um, (laughs) because that's exactly what Trump is doing right now. He's threatening to shut down the government if um, Congress doesn't pass a a bill that funds uh, or pass a budget that funds his his border wall that he claimed Mexico would pay for. Now, and and John Carl from ABC pressed Sarah Huckabee Sanders, and you don't want to press on her too hard because... Something vile might come out of her, like a bucket full no, of no, lies. No, 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 it's not vile. You don't want to press on her too hard because she's soft. Well, I'm just saying. She's uh, soft and she might collapse. She, Yes, mm. I don't think she, she has bones, uh, to my knowledge. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm saying don't, don't push her too hard because she might belch out more lies because she's a phony Christian just like her dad, and they're, uh, they're horrible, horrible liars. But yeah, Sarah Huckabee Sanders uh, v. John Carl on who's going to pay for that goddamn wall. Sir, the president promised over and over again during the campaign that Mexico would pay for the wall. So why is he now threatening a government shutdown if Congress won't pay for it? The president's committed to making sure this gets done. Uh, We know that the wall and other security measures at the border work. We've seen that take place over the last decade, and we're committed to making sure the American people are protected. And we're going to continue to push forward and make sure that the wall gets built. Why Why is he threatening a shutdown? over paying for it. I mean, again, he said over and over again, you talked about the campaign over and over again, he said Mexico's going to pay for the wall. He asked people, his crowds chanted back and Mexico's going to pay for it. And now he's pushing threatening a shutdown of the, of the government. Now, once again, the president's committed to making sure this happens and we're going to push forward. Matthew. Uh, how about that? Answer. That's not an answer. Michelle, go ahead. Oh. I just want her to answer the question. 
That's all. Yes. Just answer it. Don't do this tap dancing. Don't not answer the question. Just answer it. I'm sorry. She, that woman frustrates the bejeebers she, out of she's me. She's giving you murder <laughs> fists right now, isn't she? Oh, yeah. I mean, that she was she was being a real penis about that. You don't say penis in this house! Uh, had to be done. Uh, in a way, you know, she gives me the shuddering crap fit. <laughs> well, you know... I, I used that, to have those, I those. When, before I got to menopause. Oh, here, I should get my flarp out for this special occasion that Sorry. she brought up that. So, here, live fart action with my flarp can. There you go. <laughs> that was a solid one, man. I'm watching Spicy get all balled up, but this woman just shuts down. I miss Spicer. Yeah, me too. Those yeah. are the days. That was a Spicer. I really do. You know, what, what irritates me about what she just said there and, and about this whole discussion, it's, it's almost like we're supposed to believe that the Washington Post did not print the entire conversation between him and the Mexican president where Donald Trump said, look, you know we're not going to pay for the wall. Or you know you're not going to pay for the wall. Just please stop talking about it. Does every, does anybody remember that? Yes. Yeah. That, uh, absolutely. Yes, that, I remember and, it all. And, I mean... You know, and that was a kind of a big kerfluffle from what way, way back years and years ago. That's two weeks. That was mm -hmm. it before memory. Yeah. You know, Trump Memory's said gone. to him point blank, I know you're not going to pay for the wall. Just please stop talking about it. Yeah. And now we have Trump literally out there saying, I would like to shut down the government if I don't get the money for the wall. This is amazing it's madness and i i want people to not i really want everybody to not accept this as normal because one of the big one of the biggest things is over the past i don't know eight years with with the republicans and and obama every freaking quarter they were threatening to shut down the government always you know if this keeps up sooner or later a facial expression is going to break out on mitch mcconnell <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's true. I mean, Mitch so, McConnell's basically uh, said we're not going to shut down the government. Didn't wasn't he the one that said that? Uh, him and Ryan, they're not into it. Um, everybody remembers the last time because they're globalists, man. That's why he just wants to join. He just wants. It. He just wants to join. Yeah, they want an economy just, that's like you know singing in the wires. You know, I'm going into 2018. I'm not well, gonna have that with it. Uh, you know, hey, McConnell just wants to join that doggone turtle club. Am I not turtly enough for the turtle club? Yeah. Sorry. I had to squeeze what in that stupid thing. What frustrates me very much turtle is turtle. that it, 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 you don't have to. I know a lot of people don't live inside the Beltway bubble, and we make jokes about it. Yeah. And I've said this before on the show. There are a lot of people who live in this region who work for the federal government and they're not they're not appointees they're not these high level people they're just regular people and when mm -hmm. there is talk about a government shutdown these are people who don't make as much money as everybody might think they make they yeah. have to figure out now what do we do okay there's a government shutdown happening we have to figure out how to pay for a daycare car payments house payments oh life uh, in general yeah and, and i'm yes. sorry i don't mean to cut you off rain but we're we're well, it's up fine. We're, i mean we're i just the, hope you 
yeah i know we are i know we yeah are. we gotta let jacob go because the the man the man has to be at work on time so damn it but yeah you know we, we can pick up on that a little bit but yeah i mean essentially what you're saying is that that's gonna fuck up so many people's lives and what was trump all about jobs 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 and taking credit for obama jobs and now he's gonna you know uh negate all all the good or try to negate any good that that came from the uh economic boon from the obama years it's just nonsense <laughs> and um yeah uh, there is a pl- special place for that that cheeto cheeto lini <laughs> uh but all right uh, uh last word Cheers. right now jacob dean uh you have to uh, get going but it was a pleasure having you back we will have you back very soon i'll shoot you off some dates um and uh yeah what, what's your parting shot for everybody before we let you go hey love you guys love you guys always good to be here and uh, miss you guys and and kick ass and take names and um um i'll just i'll leave you with this parting thought uh portland oregon known as the rose city the city of roses uh, it was 100 years ago this weekend that uh, Portland was picked by the American Rose Society as a location for the National Rose Test Garden. And there's a special centennial celebration happening uh, tomorrow at the Rose Test Garden. Um, it's super cool. And, you know, you gotta you just got to stop and smell the roses once in a while. And uh, so I'll, I'll leave you with that one. All right. Check out KXL.com. And, of course, uh, you're on Twitter, too, Jacob. Um What's your Twitter handle again? Uh, it's at JDPPDX. Or, nice. uh, you know, Jacob, Google, you'll find it. Yeah, definitely. All right. It was good. a pleasure, sir. Love well, you, buddy. Well, yeah. brother, ha- have a good day at work tomorrow. Have an excellent weekend. Uh, go catch a big old fish for me, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. I'll give you the Bye, fishing sweet report. All right. (laughs) Nice. All right. All right. Take it easy, brother. We'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Rock and roll. Take care. Bye-bye. So, all right. Excellent stuff there from Jacob Dean. We're going to run to the break and uh, start gearing up for some Mad Libs. But, hey, we also have some Alec Baldwin returning as uh, one Donald John Trump. Amazing stuff. So uh, hang tight. We'll be right back with lots more. Turn up the night with me, Rain, uh, Pete, and, of course, Miles and Michelle. We're down to two subs for Joe tonight, but I think you guys can handle it, right? I'll try. All right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm good. You're doing great. We'll be right back. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself... Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Declare your independence and reject corporate media. This is Indie Media Weekly, your number one source for independent media. And now, on with the show. For maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, t- some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. 
you know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, thank you, Rocky Mountain Mike, for providing the Sebastian Gorka CBS Radio Mystery Theater a uh, little uh, intro. <laughs> I wish we had an outro <laughs> for him. So I guess uh, uh, that's what we'll play yeah. when he's in. Uh, that will play w- when he's in the uh, unemployment line now. Greetings, um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, of course, uh, joining me as always on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington D.C. How's Bobber doing tonight, Rain? Bobber, he's doing good. I think he's cleaning up the house. Oh, which that. That's a good man see, right there. You see how we work? You see yeah. how we roll here? I see how you do. And We are uh, getting ready to go to Florida tomorrow. Oh, Florida. that's right. That's right. Florida. Florida. Yes. Yeah. Whereabouts? Florida. Florida. Where? Actually, we got a, we got a timeshare um, about two blocks off of the original Fort Lauderdale Beach. Oh, very cool. Nice. So, very cool. Yeah. And it's you know, nothing we, like what it used to be with all the... You know, <laughs> you know my my favorite place to go in in Florida is Sanibel. I've been to Sanibel. Uh, I love the Gulf Coast. Yeah, Sanibel is beautiful. And by the way, yes. just everybody, everybody. So you know, if you ever go to Sanibel yes. Island, sea turtles dig the dark. Sea turtles dig the dark. Turn off the yes. light and turn on your heart because sea turtles dig the dark. Um, yeah, we, we couldn't we couldn't get a place on the Gulf Coast. Well, so. we that's all right, but no, when I was I uh, love Sanibel. I, w- I love that whole area. Oh my god. I, I was I was brainwashed with the sea turtles commercial when we were in Sanibel and it, it's beautiful. It's like being on another planet. It really is. It, it's like, you know, Ohio, you know, you go, you know, go to Cleveland to to Sanibel. It's it's amazing. Uh, but of course, uh, welcome back to uh, Michelle Lagon, Rogue DM. Again in Florida, Port St. Lucie, and you. Uh, yes. Where Port St. Lucie is close to what? What's the What's the biggest city that you know uh, tourists would would know? Because I I don't remember. Is it close to Miami? Am, am I? Uh, it, West Palm. West yeah. Palm. North of West Palm, south of Fort Pierce. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So, uh, and Michelle, do you have any big projects you're you're working on right now? <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm working on uh, a, a a game, a D and D game for friends and family, plus a oh. little version of it for um, certain uh, Indie Media Weekly for people and yes. cats. So, yeah, so yeah. we'll talk yeah. more about that uh, uh, probably tomorrow, maybe a little bit tonight. But uh, yes. and of course, uh, your uh, your uh, slapping victim. Uh, Miles Lagon <laughs> in Port St. Lucie. Welcome back, sir. What are you into yes. these days? Oh, I've been in my best behavior to not get slapped. But That's otherwise, um, I am currently working on a project for uh, Mr. Fugelsang. And uh, I think you may have seen the picture of how it's progressing. And Michelle came up with an awesome idea. It's going to 
make it glow. You know what? I did not get to see the picture yet because today was crazy because as I I mentioned before, we have a new system that I have had to acclimate to and it sucks, but I'm doing my best. Uh, But I will check it out tonight. I'm very excited about that. And uh, last, uh, but certainly not least, Mr. P.S. Mueller in Madison, Wisconsin, catching up where it's chilly. Yeah, catching up with his dad. It's chilly here, too, but you know what? I'm liking it. It's like fall is almost coming early here, right? Yeah, fall arrived right right around August 1st this year. Which is kind of bonkers. Chilly. Kind of bonkers. Yeah, the the sandhill cranes on the block want to move in and eat our stuff. Oh, yeah, you don't (laughs) want that. That's bullshit. So, um, all right, well, I'll tell you what. Let's go ahead and, uh, mm, yeah, we don't have a ton of time. Because I'm gonna before we do Mad Libs tonight, I'm gonna tell everybody a really embarrassing story about myself. So you have to stay. You have to stay and listen until after the break, because it has something to do with the chili cook-off and uh, the aftermath. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Does that have me, anything to do with Play-Doh? Um, pinchable cheeks. Uh, no, no, neither of those two things. Well, I don't know. Well, it, it involved cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Dif- different kind of cheeks. <laughs> I can only guess. <laughs> maybe, maybe vibrating cheeks. <laughs> but yes, and I'll tell you what. You might think you know what the story is about now just from those hints. But that's just the tip of the fartberg, everybody. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> it's it's horrible. I feel terrible. And the only reason I'm going to tell this story is because Susan's not here right now. <laughs> and oh, nice. It's, <laughs> but the thing is, hear about this. All, oh, my God. Uh, all, all will be... Uh, <laughs> Uh, all will be uh, clear after the uh, except there might be a green haze that uh, follows <laughs> follows the story right uh, but yeah it's a it's it's a shocking story <laughs> as well there were re- there were repercussions that uh, uh, one could not have anticipated and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay uh, lay bare uh, this embarrassment for the the entire world um, or at least everybody who's listening to this show. <laughs> So here we go. We're going to go ahead and uh, I'm sorry. What what did you say, Michelle? I just think, oh, boy. Oh, it's it's a doozy for sure. Uh, So, all right. So let's go ahead and get to uh, uh, the return, the triumphant return of Alec Baldwin as uh, Donald John Trump on the SNL Weekend Update Summer Edition. Uh, of course, he showed up. He showed up in sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, so so Alec Baldwin's Trump showed up in sunglasses um, uh, to, to a, a fake rally because, you know, he did his uh, rally in Arizona the other day, right? Mm-hmm. Was that Arizona? Rally. Yeah. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, but anyway, so uh, Trump, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Baldwin went on to... Uh, uh, the uh, to to mock that and uh, it was quite brilliant. Thank you, Phoenix. Thank you. Wow, how about that eclipse, folks? Huh? <laughs> now a lot of people don't know this, but you can damage your eyes while looking at an eclipse. No one predicted this. They couldn't have. I figured it out all by myself. <laughs> Let me take these glasses off and see what you people look like. Okay. Wow, everyone's so white, so white here. 
fantastic. And look, they found the one black guy at the rally and they sat him right behind me. Now, because of the eclipse, I can't tell. Are you really black? Well, that's what the ad said you was looking for. Okay. <laughs> People ask me, why are you doing a rally only eight months in? Folks, it's never too early to campaign for 2020. Mike Pence is already doing it. I'm going to give you the hits, electoral map, drain the swamp, lock her up, all of them. But first, I want to talk about Charlottesville. As we all know, there was a tragic victim that came out of Charlottesville. Me. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's pretty spot on, isn't it, Rain? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, because when you think about it, mm-hmm. his statement and then his kind of statement and then his lunatic press conference, he really did. He made himself the, the victim. Yeah. He made mm-hmm. himself the victim. He kind of threw out Heather Heyer's name. Kind of, maybe once. I don't even know. But mm. it was him. Barely. Did he actually say her name? I think he did. Once. Barely. I think he said it once. Yeah. But it was barely. He didn't he, the thing is is he 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 didn't care about her. He didn't care about the fact that somebody lost their life. No. You know, and and think about this too. How many you know the the Kate's law thing, the you know uh, uh, uh trying to get rid of sanctuary cities. How many times did he times did he exploit her death? for a political gain and he can barely say Heather Hayer's name. That's a really um, good point, Ken. You know. It's it's really it's, a it's really, really disgusting. good point. Yeah, he so. he didn't he he never talked about Heather Hayer. He I, I mean I, we didn't discuss it that much, but it, he called Heather Hayer's mother during the memorial service. Yeah. That's During the memorial service. That's nuts. He didn't care about this woman who got killed. No. It didn't benefit him. He still him. That's doesn't why. care about this woman who is dead. Not at all. Not at all. Um. Uh, so uh, let me see here. Uh, uh, let's go ahead and uh, get to uh, the next part of the clip. Uh, and this one... Um, Keenan Thompson is behind him and at two points flashes a sign. Of course, being the, the, he's the one black guy we found and we put him right behind me. <laughs> um, and he, he flashed one sign. The first time he flashed a sign, it said blacks for whites. And then I'll try and jump in when he, when he flashes the second sign. I'll, I'll try and tell you what that was. Folks, the media has treated me so unfairly by reporting my entire remarks, even the bad ones. So I wanted to set the record straight about exactly what I said, and I have the transcript right here, okay? I moved on her like a bitch, but I couldn't get there. No, sorry. Oh! Here we go. You had a group on one side that is very bad, neo-Nazis, and you had a group on the other side, and then I didn't say a single word after that episode. Uh-huh. Nothing else was said. Folks, mm-hmm. we need to stick together as people, okay? <laughs> Blacks for whites. 
I know you folks are worried about your great Sheriff Joe, who was recently convicted for arresting people and throwing them in jail merely because they look Latino. How is that a crime, I ask you? But folks, Joe is not going to jail. That's a promise, and Donald Trump always keeps his promises. Am I right? Joe, if you're out there, I know you're worried about being thrown in prison. You'll be literally ripped to pieces by Latino gangs like MS-13. But it's not going to happen as long as you believe in the promises of Donald Trump. Okay? The dishonest media... Cash for gold. Yeah, the last the, the last sign said cash for gold. Uh, so <laughs> oh, I'm just laughing at MS13. Yeah. Yes, uh, <laughs> MS. You know the, the gang. The gang is MS15. Yeah, right? MS. Uh, what is it? MI. Uh, oh yeah, MS13. Whatever it is, it's something M15. I. No, no, I know what you're talking about. It's a. <laughs> um. I'm writing too, so it's uh, I, I'm not too sharp right now. Uh, Don't multitask while you're hosting a radio program. <laughs> well, I, I'm doing I'm doing the Mad Libs, everybody. Uh, Ted is doing I have to a say, fine job. What's what everybody That's is our having, job? I ha- I gotta tell you MS-15. right now. Everybody, mm-hmm. every, oh, oh please, go, it's go ahead. Micro, the gang is Microsoft fifteen. My, yes, <laughs> I thought it Which was is Windows- way better than Microsoft Windows 10. I'll, yeah, I'll take them all over Windows 10. Uh, so <laughs> I have to say, our our chat room somehow seems obsessed with um, oddball fruits and animals tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and it's good so yeah we get a bat in the white house yeah, yeah. Well, we do we do all right here's here's the third clip from uh, alec baldwin on snl's weekend update summer edition the dishonest media right there section 40 you know what to do they won't tell you about my accomplishments but i've done so much first off last night i solved afghanistan solved I sat down with our military, we looked at the map, and I asked the hard questions like, which one is Afghanistan? (laughs) Is that blue thing an ocean? We're doing so much. We're doing so much, folks. Like the wall. We all love the wall, don't we? It's my favorite album. (laughs) That's right. What do we want? The wall! Who's going to pay for it? Mexico! That's right. You are the American taxpayer. And if I have to shut down the government to get it built, I will. Congress will close. No IRS. Our military will stay home. There'll be no FBI. Latin gangs like MS-13 will roam free, chopping people up with sugarcane knives, all because we want this wall. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got a sugarcane knife in the trunk of my house. <laughs> <laughs> In the trunk of my house. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is funny. That is funny. Uh, So uh, uh, now, did anybody see the full video of this? I did not. No. No. I Mm. did not because I thought it was going to air at 10. And at 9.50, I said to Bob, let's watch it. And then I realized it was 9.50. Because it aired at yeah. nine o'clock. Yeah, I, I caught so, it like at ten on the internet. So, um, kind of sucked. Yeah, 
Uh, all right, here's the last one, uh, and uh, we're we're creeping up on the break, but it w- we'll uh, play the last one and discuss. Thank you, everybody. Mad Libs are almost done. Just have a few more uh, 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 open spaces for our four, count them, four co-hosts tonight on the program to fill in. Of course, Joe Santor. So we'll I hope I didn't over-talk everybody as I no, over-talked. No, 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 you didn't. So... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, last one. Oh, here's Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon, everybody. Uh, Here's the fond farewell for Mr. Uh, Fidget Spinner. Nazi fidget spinner, everybody. Can they make a fidget spinner look like a swastika? That I think they could sell more of those at Breitbart if they had swastika-shaped fidget spinners. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love that. There you go. That would be possible. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 as long as as long as it's you know balanced, I have one that's got dragon wings, and I have sure. one that's basically like an, a dragon Ouroboros. No, oh, that's the way to that's the way to fight back against those pricks. Um, so, uh, and by the way, I, after uh, since I brought that up, I have a, a follow up on our contest because we we need more entries for the contest. I think I tried to yeah. get get people going too too quickly, and we don't have Joe around to vote right now either. So, uh, but uh, and Pete doesn't know about this. We'll we'll let him know. Uh, but yeah, so here's the last one. Steve mm-hmm. Bannon makes an appearance on stage. Oh, don't worry. Uh, you're not on the hook for anything. It's cool, Pete. <laughs> but uh, here, here we go. Uh, last one from uh, Alec Baldwin's triumphant return as uh, Donald John Trump. Folks, I've got the best people on this. I've got a great team. Mike Pence, Stephen Miller, Steve Mnuchin's wife, who gets it. She really gets it. She's the best. <laughs> and one person who's done so much for us is Steve Bannon. And I wanted to give him a proper goodbye. Come on up here, Steve. <laughs> Steve, you look great. Uh, sorry to see you go. You've only made me more powerful. <laughs> <laughs> Steve is going on to Breitbart, where he'll be fighting the good fight against globalist cucks like my son-in-law, Jared. No. Steve, we love you. I'm going to crush you. <laughs> Steve Bannon, everybody. Steve Bannon. <laughs> Oh, I, I need to read this quote from Steve Bannon. Uh, he did an interview with The Economist uh, a couple days after leaving the White House, and he had this to say. He said, in the White House, I had influence. At Breitbart, I had power. And I would also like to say, I bet at Burger King, he was royalty. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I mean, oh, at Breitbart, I had power. You did have, well, uh, arguably he did because he helped shape the, you know, outcome of the election with his uh, fake news, you know, in mm-hmm. attacks against Clinton. But uh, now, what does he have? Liver spots and gin blossoms. <laughs> well, you know, at uh, IHOP, he gets all the syrup. Ooh, <laughs> lucky. Do they also yeah. give him gravy? Now with our famous hot gravy. Yeah. Um, mm. uh, but all right. So, uh, yes. Uh, congratulations, though, to Alec Baldwin for uh, the triumphant return to uh, SNL, at least in the, the summer uh, weekend edition form. Uh, that was brilliant. That was great. Whoever wrote that, kudos to them. But uh, we, I brought up the fidget spinners because Breitbart started selling, what, Eight dollar fidget spinners with Steve Bannon's face in the middle, where you can put yeah. your thumb on his face, and yep. um, that seems like a good plan for their hashtag war. Uh, 
So uh, we we had an idea that we we wanted, and we have a few submissions on the turnips page. And I'll make an official. I'll make a post this weekend and push it again next Tuesday. But I really want people to submit other ideas of how the alt right or the Trump cult or Breitbart or any just any of those ugly Nazi fuckers. Um, what is a toy that they would have? Combine a toy with an alt-right individual or idea or whatever, and uh, the the big prize is going to be uh, the my award-winning uh, award-winning chili. Oh God, Pete doesn't know this. I won my chili contest last Saturday. Pete, I, I won, a, won a golden toilet award. It's great. Um, so, yeah, so uh, I, I'm going to put together m- my dry spice and dried pepper combo. That That's, like, going to be in there. Uh, you'll, you'll have that with instructions on how to replicate my award-winning chili. And uh, well, Joe Santorsa is going to make a Photoshop image of your hybrid alt-right toy thing, whatever, and we're also going to produce a commercial that we'll use as a comedy bit on uh, all of the shows on Indie Media Weekly. And you can be part of it. You can write the whole thing, or we'll write it for you if you just have a basic out uh, idea. Um, but, yeah, we, we have a few fun ideas uh, already on the Turnips page. I will copy and repaste once I everybody's submissions with their names on them. Uh, but look for a, a new post on turnips to uh for everybody to uh get their submissions in and if you're not on facebook just send me a message on twitter or uh email me um you know i'm not going to give my email out on the show because of issues we've been having with uh, certain things of of late it's because you just start trolling everybody that writes that's all well yeah that that's exactly it uh so yeah so that's what we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna do this right we're gonna you know maybe you know extend the contest a little bit longer give everybody some time to think about this and be creative and have some fun with it and um, and we'll have a second and so third. So much fun to be had with this. Yeah, second and third place prizes will uh, also be issued as well. So please don't hesitate to come up with an idea. I don't care if you're on another show or anything like that. Miles, Michelle, you're totally eligible. Whatever, whoever has the best idea, um, uh, go for it. It's fine. Combining a toy with what? The alt right. Okay. Or, tr- or the Trump administration. You mean so. like something like a golf cart, a golf course yes. darts? Yes. Yeah, sure. What if it ties yeah, in? Okay. If it's a toy and it ties into uh, the Trump cult or the alt right, run with it. Like I said, the the something inspiration, that you could the inspiration, marketed yeah. under alt right or Trump. Yeah, the inspiration okay. for this was the Steve Bannon fidget spinner. So mm. again, okay. combine something obnoxious with something that's a toy and go to town and miles is already getting like probably 20 ideas so so there you go i'm sure michelle probably has just as many if not more she has kind of an evil laugh going on i liked it i liked it it was good so all right let's go ahead and uh we we got to get going to the break but yeah we're going to extend it i'll I'll, uh have an official write-up on it on uh the turnips facebook page or please, you know, uh, message me on Twitter um, if if you're not on Facebook, and we'll uh, get it sorted out. So, all right, we're gonna go ahead and uh, hit the break, 
And uh, I have another Dad of Rock song coming up from the Sousa Sessions. Um, uh, yeah, our good friend. Uh, um, oh, boy. I know his, I forget his first name, but his last name is Sousa. So, like, uh, you know, his I think, first name John Philip. Yes, it's John yeah. Philip Souza. Was the no, um, <laughs> Steve. Oh, I think it was Steve Souza. Steve Souza. Um, but no, he recorded us um, uh, many moons ago, probably about ten years ago. And much of this music has never seen the light of day. But I already played the Dracula's Magic Ring of Power, which probably only ever uh, played more, no more than once or twice on this show. Now we're going to listen to a song called Action Adventure. Which is me, me making fun of songs like Die or uh, songs, making fun of movies like Die Hard and stuff like that. So uh, here we go. We're going to take a quick break, uh, and we'll be right back with lots more Mad Libs right after this. Let's take a look at a genuine American. I want you to meet Kitty Peck. He's proud of his country, but prone to take his liberties for granted. He's aware that someone must assume responsibility for those liberties our free way of life. Yet, when there's a job to be done, Kitty Peck, like so many Americans, is apt to ask, why me? I smell the smell, I felt the feeling On the walls of floor to ceiling Magno bomb is racing, ticking Down the stairs, my heels are clicking Down. Slow motion 
This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Yeehaw! Sunday, 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 come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagon. I am Miles Lagon. We both are co-hosts of Mike Check Radio, along with host Adam Heber. I'm a little bit D&D. I'm a little bit Star Wars. Together with Adam, we cover politics and most things in the nerd universe. Join us on Saturdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern here on Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland's. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Port St. Lucie. Thank you again, Port St. Lucie, and thank you, Madison. Welcome back to the show, and as promised, I'm going to lay bare to the world one of the most embarrassing stories that I have yet to tell on Turn Up the Night. (laughs) Heal yourself, my Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, all right. So this has to do with the chili cook-off. And by the way, P.S. Mueller, I will tell you right now, I am the Granger Danger 7 chili champion August 19, 2017. I took my yeah. I took my venison sweet corn chili, the recipe I have been perfecting for a year, I took and I swept it with um mm-hmm. uh, and I came in uh, first place. I also won people's choice because they have a panel of uh judges who vote and then I also um you know won people's choice, which was nice. Good feeling Will inside. Will you be displayed like a show dog throughout the city of Cleveland? Uh, no, I actually got to go up on stage. I'll tell you what my, ex- I told everybody what my acceptance speech was, and I have a trophy. I have a big, like, one-pound trophy. It's a golden toilet. You can see it on my Facebook feed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a golden toilet. Like says, the bankers use? says chili on it, and it has mm-hmm. the Granger Danger 7 Chili Champion uh, little thing on the, the wooden base. It's a very nice trophy. It was made by trophypartner.com. Um, so <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's what it says on the bottom. So, so I won this trophy. The people's choice award, by the way, was, um, oh, oh shit. I should go grab it. Uh, I'll, I'll grab it, uh, in a, in a second here, but, uh, the, the, pe- the people's choice award was this big goofy plastic jukebox that plays snippets of Elvis songs. It's really kind mm-hmm. of terrible. I'm going to re-gift that thing. So it, it, that will be a white elephant gift for sure. Um, uh, but okay, so so I went. To, we went to the party. We got there relatively early, probably about six o'clock, and I did nothing but drink and eat everybody else's food because it's a potluck. So you know, and you know, I took beer. Everybody else brought beer. There was communal beer, whatever, and then there was also the potluck where there were lots of pork products. I don't eat pork very much, folks. There's a reason for that. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> that, pork. That, that reason pork is, can... Pork is the meat equivalent of brown liquor. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had some brown liquor, too. I actually... I got to a point... Uh, Double la- whammy. I got to a point late in the evening where I would drink anything that was in front of me, and I didn't start feeling better until about Tuesday this week. Um, so, and this was Saturday, mind you. So I'm not a young man. Drinking's a young man's game. Uh, so all day drinking's a young man's game. All day eating pork is a young man's game. I was eating this really oniony pizza. There was this pizza there that had onions all over it. Onions, by the way. Oh. They don't agree with they don't agree with me at all. Um, so so we went. Uh, I you know I came. I saw. I conquered food and beer, and uh, it, it, we in you know Susan Susan had a couple drinks, but she she drove home. She she was fine because she you know had plenty of uh, uh, food, not as much as me, um, but. Uh, yeah, so you know, and I was I was feeling good because I won, so I drank extra special more after I won, and ate more after I won, and uh, we we went home, probably stayed up for a couple more hours, and uh, went to bed, and at one point in the evening, while I was asleep, oh, the, 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 no, I need to back it up a little bit. The next morning, the next morning, Susan said. Should we talk about last night? Oh no. And I said oh, no. 
I said, what? What what happened? She's like, you don't remember? Oh. And I said, I, I don't think I blacked out. I mean, I drank a lot, but I didn't black out. You know, I haven't blacked out since I was in my 20s. You know, and um, and, and she's like, you don't remember what happened? I said, no, I don't remember what happened. And she said, you farted oh, no. in the middle of the night. And you put your <laughs> hand on my arm and said, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's sweet. And, That's actually sweet. And I woke her up and she well, smelled it and she smelled it and she ran well, and she ran to the bathroom and she threw up. I made Susan barf. I made Susan barf with my fart. <laughs> Oh. That's oh, terrible. No. I'm a well, bad person. Your... I'm a bad, bad person. Kenny no. Pick is no, a bad. You're not. <laughs> in, in your defense, at you're least instead, instead of saying I'm sorry, you didn't say you're welcome. <laughs> well, yes. No, I'm still chalking it up to. Kenny Pick is a bad, bad, bad man. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, at least you didn't say yippee kaya yo. I didn't pull the covers over her head either, but uh, it no. was well, kind of a warm that. night. It was it was a warm night, so it just kind of hung there, I suppose. But uh, yeah, so she. Uh, I, I, I feel terrible, but yeah, I I I beefed and uh, she uh, she barfed. I beefed, she barfed. So. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> And for that, I will get at the flarp. Right. Yeah, there we go. Kenny, I know that you're an atheist. Yes. But I do appreciate this confession. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Where else can I do it? Where yeah, else can I do leave it? Leave the door open on the confessional. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think I might have just, uh, you know, that last Saturday could have been. Um, Yesterday. It, 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 last yes, last day. Uh, that that uh, last day. That could have been all the reason she needs to say we need separate bedrooms at this point. So, <laughs> I think feigning amnesia was the right way to go. Well, that's the thing. I I, I apparently I woke myself up with the with the goddamn fart, and um, you could always sleep in a body bag with a snorkel. And I realized, well, I realized how bad it was. I, that would be great, Pete. But no, I realized how bad it was just in my sleep. Because, you know, we, we wake up. We knock each other around a little bit here and there. You know, roll the wrong way and bump or somebody snores or whatever. You know, I mean, you know, it happens. You know, you share a bed with somebody. You're going to uh, realize in mid-sleep you did something that was not perfectly, you know, fine for, uh, the, you know, your your uh, your lover. And uh, but that's this time, life. this time, yeah, that's married life. But this time uh, it was just raw, unadulterated pork and beer. And that made Susan throw up. So. Okay. Oh, yeah, Michelle, I am so looking forward to your <laughs> duplicating. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. That's probably Pro you. You probably actually so now tomorrow. We... Tomorrow now, uh, Michelle is going to say, "Should we talk about last night?" Since you brought, since you said that, you implicated well, her. You implicated now, see, Michelle uh, is into doing something say, as bad as me. I would. She would feel my hand come across the bed, and I would say something like. The cat did it. 
or wait for it or something. I almost, I almost <laughs> spit all over my computer. Now, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I would get kicked out of bed. I'll tell you that. If it got to the point where she's she's thrown up in the toilet, I would be totally kicked out. Miles, Miles, as as the as the other woman here tonight. You're welcome. Um, no, no, no. I I don't want your welcome. I'm just gonna say, just apologize, Miles. I know. Trust me on this. You, That's yeah, the right thing to do. You're you, right. you, That's you, right Michelle, would you agree with me? Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, I'm just I, I speaking will. on behalf of us two women here, and uh. and Jenny said he's sorry. Just, I, I usually just, just say you're wouldn't. sorry. I usually just lean back and scream, "What hath God wrought?" <laughs> what was that? You know what? I swear to God, I swear to God, Pete, that has happened between me and Bob. Where I walked around, I was like, "I okay, I got to share this." I walked up in the kitchen one day, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Is that the garbage? Did the dog? Did the garbage? Did the dog? He's like, only the heavens know. And I looked at his face and I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just. (laughs) So. (laughs) I know. I'm telling you, man. I can't believe I'm discussing my beautiful, wonderful husband's flatulence hey we're all mammals here i know we are we are seriously he just looked around he was like yeah um (laughs) but you know my wife this we were at a retail store we were in a kohl's yesterday okay i don't know if they have those where you are it's a department oh yeah i'm familiar and and she was looking at something uh she was looking for towels and uh and i said i'm gonna go over to the men's section and uh, see if there's some slim chance that they might have a work shirt which they didn't but i went over to the men's section i I take a medication i take a a certain kind of medication which can produce a certain amount of gastric distress and flatulence and I'm over in the men's section, surrounded by literally a bunch of empty suits. And there's not too many people in the store. And I suddenly realized that um, venting was about to occur. And so I moved into the loneliest corner of the men's section with my back to the wall. And I'm standing there going, okay, this looks, the coast looks clear, the coast looks clear, you know, and, and just down one aisle, come on, I see this eight-year-old kid just kind of bobbing along. <laughs> oh, God. And I'm standing there looking, you know, for all the world, like the creature in Jeepers Creepers, you know, and, uh, <laughs> and our eyes locked, you know, and I, and I looked at him, and I just gave him that little, not this way, kid. No, yeah, don't do it. He turned around and he walked away. And uh, what emerged, emerged. I discreetly the situation. There you go. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, FLARP works a lot better in cooler weather. In in hotter weather, it's it's not as uh, effective. See? (laughs) This shit is amazing. Look at that. I can feel it. Feel the reverb on that. That one had some bass to it. That was good. There we go. <laughs> All right. So, so yeah. So I, I, I've, I've, 
I've shamed myself on the show, and uh, we do have Mad Libs, but go ahead, uh, Miles. You had one last thing. Uh, I was going to say, a big uh, fan of the Aliens movie, um, Covenant. Yeah. Oh, yeah? There you go. No, no, no. I'm saying you are. Oh, yes. Oh. So, so next time when you put your arm on Susan, just say, behold my works and despair. Yes. <laughs> Look on my works, <laughs> ye mighty in despair. <laughs> yeah, there you Percy go. Shell. So, yes. Yes. Oh, right. Was it was it Shelley or was it Byron? Oh God, you know, I think it was Shelley, but uh, it was from what Endymion? Right? Was that uh, from Ozymandias? Ozymandias, yeah. Yes. Look upon ye works, Almighty in Ooh. despair. All right. Well, there was a, a b- bit of contention with that in the in the movie. Uh, yeah, I don't want to spoil Alien Covenant for those who haven't seen it. Um, <clears throat> uh, but anywho. Let's go ahead and thank you, thank you, thank you for not judging me too much, everyone. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, seriously, <laughs> just gonna keep seriously, judging you a little every pork, day. Pork, free on this side. Pork, onions, pork, onions, and uh, a cornucopia of liquor. Uh, just don't do it, kids. Just don't. You, know, do you, it. you shouldn't drink liquor out of one of those. And there was chili. <laughs> I, and by the way, all I ate before I went to this thing was my chili. <laughs> because I had to taste it as it went yeah, along. Base so, base. I, yeah, I had chili for breakfast. So that'll tell you. Um, so. Kenny, <laughs> Kenny, all all I know is you said I'm sorry. That's it. I did. I put my arm. I, I put my hand on That's her it. arm and I said, "I'm sorry." But seriously, how fucking scared was I when she said, "Should we talk about last night?" Like, what the hell did I do? What I don't uh, we haven't had this conversation since I was like twenty seven. You know <laughs> You know I fell asleep on a guitar case, so what? So <laughs> Oh that that actually okay. did happen many, many years ago. So anyway, all right, we need to finish the mad libs. We gotta do the mad libs. I'll I'll tell more embarrassing stories down the road, everybody, but I hope you enjoyed that one. We had some people uh laughing <laughs> laughing quite a bit so all right mad libs uh here we go i'm as mad as hell and i'm not gonna take this anymore this is madness don't get mad get mad libs oh god bless mad libs all right we got two mad libs with only a few blanks that need to be filled in here everybody so we will go alphabetical on tonight's show and go with uh michelle i need a part of the body Oh, um, belly button. Belly button. And, uh, Miles, I need from you a part of the body plural. Ooh. Armpits. Armpits, it is. Uh, so, Pete, I need a color. Orange. Orange, like John Fugel sang's lightsaber. Yes. And <laughs> uh, Rain, I need the name of a person from the Trump administration or a Trump supporter, whatever. Kellyanne Conway. All right. I'm just going to put K A C. <laughs> also known as CAC. Yeah. All right, Michelle, you get the same. Uh, I need a Trump uh, a person, a supporter, or administration official. You know what's good? 
getting harder and harder to do that because they're all dropping out of his administration like well, flies. Well, you can do so. you can do <laughs> you can do past tense too. That's, That's because fine. they're flies. Oh no, no, I'm just gonna go with 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 with, with Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Oh, I'll just do S. Uh, let me see H S. All right, there we go. Shiss. Uh, <laughs> and uh, civil war vote. <laughs> yeah. And uh, all right, so Miles, I need a number. Let's go with seventeen. Seventeen, it is. Uh, and uh, Pete, I need another part of the body. Hmm. Ankle. Ankle. Nice call. Uh, all right, moving on to the next one. Only a couple blanks to fill. Uh, oh no, no, no! That one is that one's done. We need to go to the one prior to that. That's what we need. So uh, here we go. Uh, starting with rain, I need uh, the name of another. Uh, just we'll say conservative. Just a conservative. Conservative. Roger Stone Jr. Ro- Roger Stone Jr. <laughs> nice. I hope to God there isn't one of those. If it, if there is a Roger Stone Jr., you know he was he's oh, a. Oh, he is a junior. He is a junior. Oh, he is. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. So you learn something awful every day on this show. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you could say Roger Stone, but yeah, he's Roger Stone Jr. Nice. With his uh, Nixon tattoo on his back. Oh, yeah, tramp stamp. Nixon tramp stamp. Um, yes. And uh, Michelle, I need a plural noun, please. A plural noun. Um, books. All right, books it is. And let's see. Uh, from uh, Miles, I also need a plural noun, sir. Bannon fidget spinners. <laughs> oh, oh nice. nice. So, all right, that might take me a second. Bannon fidget spinners. And Pete, I need a verb, please. A verb. Hmm. Regurgitate. Ooh. That's a good one. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, there we go. And uh, all right, Rain, you get the very last one. I need okay. an adjective. God damn it, I hate adjectives. I know, just you know, it describes it describes a noun. You know, there's so many I mean, think of a way you would describe something that Trump has done. Flaccid. It's my turn. It's, it's Rain's turn. My turn. I'm going to go with um, Flaccid. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to go with Chili. Okay. Oh, yeah, Chili as cold. in, yes, as in cold. Yes, very good. Chili. With L-L-Y, cold. Chili. Uh, all right, here we go, everybody. Uh, this is uh, our, our latest two Mad Libs. This one is called... Team Peace. All right. Apparently, it's making fun of you know hippies or something. Um, okay. And it's it's about hippies and sports. Apparently, 
It was the day of the most important kumquat on the schedule, and the coach knew his team was a bundle of asshats. <laughs> he wisely inv invited the big league guru, Roger Stone Jr., to help his players find their inner books. The guru's pep talk... The guru's pep talk was simple and uh, snarkishly, or snarky. I don't know. I wrote down snarkishly, but anyway, it was simple and snarky. Uh, block out the screaming Bannon fight. I'm sorry, the Bannon fidget spinners in the stadium. Focus on becoming one with the disenchanted ball. <laughs> the most important. <laughs> The most important thing uh, is to believe that you can regurgitate better today than you have in any other flagrant game this season. The opposing subpoenas will try to shake your yak. Yeah. But you oh, must. I bet they will. Yeah. But you must stay calm, cool, and bulbous. And always be positive. If one of your teammates makes a foggy play, Give him a sleepy pat of encouragement on the micro penis. <laughs> <laughs> a sleepy pat of encouragement on the micro penis. Isn't that kind of date rape? That it sounds like what goes on in the Oval Office, really. It's a little rapey. I think it's. I think consent is involved, but maybe. Uh, I could be wrong. Now put your prune faces on and go make us chili. Hey. So, <laughs> all right. Here's uh the the second one. Garage Band debut is the name of this one. So uh, as the lights dimmed, I could feel beads of shark juice drip down my belly button. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. This, that, wow, that had to be one heck of a shirt. I know. Oh, I mean, it like must no, have gotten the whole room. So, uh, the oh. school dance was my band's first real baboon, and I was so refreshing. I was sure everyone would see my armpits shaking. Hello, manatees! I shouted into the micro quince. <laughs> We're really happy to be here at your disgusting dance. Tonight, our first song will be Orange Haze. <laughs> I glance back at Kellyanne Conway on keyboards and Sarah Huckabee Sanders on drums, both of who, who were sweating trumpily. <laughs> oh, I bet they were. Uh, both of uh, on drums took a breath... Uh, took a, a Nazi-ish breath and began the count. And a one, and a two, and a one, and a two, seventeen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the, next the worst thing, girl band ever. The next thing I knew, the audience was cheering queasily and dancing like haddocks. Even the principal oh, was, boy. even the pre uh, the principal was tapping his ankle on the lute. Who knows? A school dance tonight. Maybe a mechanically record deal tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> mechanical, a mechanical record deal tomorrow. There we go. Garage band debut. And what was the other one? That was um, Team Peace. Hippie. Team yeah, Peace. Hippie Sports. They were, that was good. That was fun. 
So yeah, don't get shark juice on your belly button, anybody. So no. it's terrible. Important terrible. safety tip. It's like Santorum. You see, yeah, there is some Santorum in there. Sure, sure. I'm think thinking about shark juice. Everybody remember that Santorum. Anytime I say liquid, anytime I say liquid on for a Mad Lib, it, you should be saying you should always default to Santorum first, unless somebody said it first. Shark uh, juice on your belly so, button. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. Think about that. So uh, that's, that's just maybe that's, that's why Susan threw up hygienic. the other night. Maybe that's why Susan burped. So no, it's not. Nobody. W- Nobody wants fart uh, shark juice on them anywhere. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> all right. That was the last performance from Flarp, the noise putty. And we got to wrap things up right now. So, uh, all right. Let's go alphabetically to wrap up the show tonight. So, Michelle, what do you have? Thank you so much for uh, joining us tonight and uh, helping sub for uh, Joe while he's out. Uh, I am. I was. I'm very glad to be able to be of assistance. Um, my parting shot is: I know politicians and their PR people and and uh, people in that uh, uh, job title. They don't like telling the truth. They don't even like giving confirmation on a lot of things. Yeah. But I am. I am really getting sick and tired of all the outright lies. And all of the evasion that's just so blatant. Yet I still hear people out there saying, oh, he's doing the best job ever. He did everything we elected him to do except none of it. Yeah, and I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to put up with this without, you know, throwing something. (laughs) Sure, sure. That's why I have Nerf bricks. Excellent. You know, I love those Nerf bricks. (laughs) All right, very good. All right, Miles, thank you as well for uh, helping uh, sub for Joe tonight. And, of course, I'm looking forward to speaking with you and Michelle tomorrow on Mike Check Radio, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, every Saturday on Indie Media Weekly, of course, hosted by Adam Hebert. And I think John Kendall will be there, too. Yes, and looking forward to it. It was my pleasure being on tonight. Thank you for having me. And my apologies for being such a, uh, gosh, let's use the term weakling. Or having a low uh, standard of, you know, just laughing at fart jokes. It's uh, it's a weakness to which Michelle can attest. Oh, oh yes. come on. We had the best <laughs> fart joke. We had the best fart jokes ever tonight. Oh, I know. I know. It's it's just it I'll, was backed, I'll start to lose it if it gets really good. But It was backed up uh, by reality, too. So I I have gone. I went through Hurricane Andrew down in Miami when uh, when that when that thing plastered through Florida. That was nasty. Oh, God. You're telling me. I mean, it was. Uh, yeah. So anyway, um, so I just want to keep the thoughts, you know, in Texas because there are people out there that are going to be experiencing. Uh, it's the the one thing about Andrew; it just went through, boom! It hit and left. This yeah. thing is just hovering. And they, they say there's a chance be... it could back out into the Gulf and reignite. Oh. Yes. And yeah, I they, also, they, yeah, I also so want to I remind just... people on, on that note, uh, Miles is. Don't don't think of um, don't think of Texas as a solid red state because it's not. No. And don't you know don't don't just write them off as you know people who want to you know secede from the union or sec D from the union. Um, 
you know, I, like I mean, there, hard there, there's a lot of do when they need yeah, hurricane funds. Yeah, Ohio, Ohio is pretty much Texas, uh, you know, uh, east of the breadbasket. So, you know, the, the, there's a lot of good people stuck there with a lot of bad people. But we don't want anybody to die from something no. like this. So, Absolutely. be kind, be kind. Don't don't be trolls about this. So, but Miles, yeah, please finish. Keep Go ahead. Think good thoughts. Yeah. Uh, anything else, Miles? Nope, that'll do. All right. Uh, P.S. Mueller, parting shot, sir. Man, again, the idea of find, finding Louis, Louis Gomert on the beach stuffed full of chum is We can go on an um, individual basis I'm fine with. Just don't, not the whole state. Uh, but, no, I'll leave you with this. You know, uh, Diane Hendricks is the richest woman in Wisconsin. She's worth $5 billion. Hmm. She's a big-time conservative and a supporter of our Governor Walker. And, and she owns a house down in Rock County, uh, a mansion, and hasn't paid any property tax on it because it, the house just isn't on the tax rolls. Mm. Mm. And everyone's wondering, why isn't this a story? Maybe it will yeah. be. Yeah. She also paid no uh, state taxes uh, from 2010 to 2014. Oh, well, you know, she's a piece of work. That's yeah. for the that's for the little people. Just yeah, Diane Hendricks. Just Google her and look at her picture, and and then hide in a corner. Okay. <laughs> uh, do it. Yeah. All right. Very good. And uh, all right, Rain. You get the final parting shot tonight before we wrap things up. My final parting shot is that Hurricane Harvey and what we see with the uh, administration's response is going to be worse than what we saw with Katrina. I, I would I, like to... Go ahead. I, hope it's, I was just going to say, I hope it's not, but please continue. I'm sorry. To I hope it's not, too. I really do. I hope it's not, but the eye wall is hitting Texas now. It's hitting it right now. And, um, you know, Trump isn't in Crawford, but he's in Camp David. And I don't feel really good about it. So no. That's no, kind of my parting shot. I, yeah. I do not feel good about what is happening in Texas. And I want all of my Texas friends, and I have some down there. <clears throat> I want them, I hope that they got out. Hope they got out. Hope they I evacuated because I, I they're my, talking about a twelve foot storm shirt mm, surge. Yeah, I hope my buddy Phil, again my former coworker Phil, is okay. So, yeah. um, I'm really worried yeah. about it. I'm really worried about it. I'm and you know, really, it, I, I'm afraid it's going to be a Katrina part two. And I'm not going to say it any names. Be. I'm not going to say any names, but you know, seriously, don't be negative about the entire state of Texas because there are a lot of good people surrounded by yes. a lot of you know red counties and politicians and everything. I mean, wishing you know uh, you know ill towards Texas is just yes. like wishing ill towards my state because Texas and Ohio are not that much different. Um, yes, Florida. yes, I agree know, with or that Florida. so much. Yeah. Or Florida, but Florida, yeah, seriously. Virginia, yeah. New you Jersey, know, I mean, yeah, Sandy. 
you know, I, I mean, I just this the yeah. city of Austin alone and Houston and Dallas. I mean, there are a lot of good liberals and progressives there. So don't don't be all down on the entire state. That's not cool. That That's right where that storm might be sitting is those three big cities. Because you yeah. can see the bands just completely caressing that whole area of the. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm looking at the Weather Channel right now and it's it's grim. Yes. Yeah, it's really bad. It's really bad. And I'm really sad that. Our our federal FEMA NOAA. I, I probably should leave NOAA out of this, but you know we had FEMA had a had they had the chance to take care of some of this stuff and they didn't. They didn't I, pay attention to it. Yeah, and I do and, know that if I hear Pat Robertson say anything about this and his normal oh, shitty that manager, man needs to eat soup. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna blow a gasket. I really, really will. <laughs> so my my parting shot is I'm I'm sending out prayers to Texas. Bottom line. And to yeah. people in Texas, because this is not going to be pretty. No, it's not. And uh, but all right, we got to wrap things up right now. And and thank you, uh, everybody. Miles, Michelle, thank you so much for being on. Rain yeah, and Pete, uh, Rain and Pete, of course. Thank you as always, because uh, I'll take you as I can get you. And um, of course, uh, thanks to Joe um, for being part of the program. And I hope you had a great night off. And definitely, big thank you to Jacob Dean. Check out KXL.com and uh, check his morning show out. And he does news updates constantly. That's his job. That's what Jacob Dean does. He's a journalist. It's amazing. Uh, but uh, everybody else, <clears throat> have a lovely evening. I'm sorry. I got a little phlegmy there. I think I had some of your dinner tonight, Rain. I got phlegmy, too. Could be, because uh, <laughs> I'm still phlegmy. It was a lot of mozzarella. I had egg rolls. I have no excuse. Um, I had the mozzarella. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody in the chat, have a lovely evening. Uh, st- stick around if you want for the night show at 11 p.m. Eastern here on Indie Media Weekly. I'll be spinning some big rock and roll and taking a few requests here and there. And uh, yeah, other than that, we'll see everybody on Tuesday. And uh, I'll also be on Mike Check Radio tomorrow, 7 and 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I, I'll be on the back end of the show, but Miles and Michelle will be there with Adam Hebert and John Kendall. So uh, enjoy that. Enjoy your evening. Have a terrific weekend. See everybody on Tuesday. Oh, that is the wrong button that I played there. Here it is. (laughs) That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, We wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. Stop, I'm fucking. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Are you on cocaine, son?